Do we ever get to see ourselves? Uh, no, you don't see yourself, so the only way for you to know what you look like is for somebody else to, you know, to see you. Can you run into other people, other players on the game? Yes, but the chances of that are incredibly rare, just because of the size of what we're building. Wow. Welcome, everyone, to episode 270 of Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Eric. I'm Will. Corey. Uh, if this sounds different, it's because I am recording live from our nursery upstairs in our house. Um, not down in the studio like usual. It's very weird. I feel like we're getting ready to play like Rocket League or something and not record a podcast. Well, I mean, if you're offering. That, that can be arranged. Yeah, always. Dan, you sound like you're in a, a panic room hiding from the SS or something. You kind of oh, do, oh, yeah, really? right? Am I am I quiet? Yeah. Well, you're... it just you know your volume isn't isn't quiet necessarily through the mic. It just sounds like you're trying not to be found. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, like I said, I can't uh, I can't hear myself talk through my earphones. Okay. So you know I don't want to be too loud or too quiet. So. It's going to sound a little different than usual is basically what I'm getting at. Fair enough. Um, our episode for the, for today is our hype list. Um, Corey and Eric kind of came up with this this idea when we were deciding at the last minute like usual. <laughs> um, <laughs> so we're going to uh, list the games we're excited for and kind of kind of fill out a list as a group uh, for the what top five games that we're most excited about. Is that the number we're shooting for? Five, we're going to do five, Corey. I'm okay with five. I, five pipe list. That works for me, too. All right. Um, anybody have anything they want to tease for during the episode? Uh, nothing, nothing new for me, but I did play some more Madden 17. I wanted to talk a little about that, and then uh, wanted to talk with Corey about our first recording of... What's it titled, Corey? Big Fruity Hearthstone Extravaganza. That's right. Which we uh, made our first episode of. Yep. Love the title. It's really good. It is really yep. good. Uh, well, what Dan, kind of uh, was your, your title. Yeah. More or less. Oh, was More that your idea, Dan? Mostly. Nice. Changed a little bit. <laughs> Slightly. Corey, Corey tweaked it. Yeah. Yeah. Polished it. Yeah. Yep. Just did you guys bring in a uh, fruit item? We did, yes. I guess you'll have to watch. <laughs> I, I'm definitely going to watch. I'm, I'm excited for it. Um, okay, that being said... Oh, wait, oh. I have a couple things to tease. Yeah, let's hear it. Let's hear I it. played the Touring Test. Oh, nice. Very much inspired by Portal mm-hmm. uh, and the Talos Principle. Mm-hmm. And special thanks to you, Dan, for purchasing it so I could play it via friend sharing or whatever the hell Steam calls it. Family mm-hmm. share. Family share, because we are a family. Mm-hmm. I also played a game called Learn Japanese to Survive. Yes. Yeah. Nice. yeah. 
And um, I also have uh, some info. I think it'll be fun to talk about the whole digital homicide kerfuffle. Yeah. Steam and reviewers and suing and all that kind of good stuff. So we'll get into that uh, when as part of our news. In addition to a lot of other things, but yeah, those are my mm-hmm. those are my teasers. Okay. Anyone have anything else? I played a little chell. Chell. Yeah. Oh. Talk about that. And actually, I played some Madden too, so I can talk about that with Eric. Yeah. Yeah, I'd like to talk about that. Yeah. Okay. Sounds good. Um, so let's get the episode started, shall we? We shall. Okay. Uh, so how do we want to go about? Do we want to do this in like? Uh, release order or approximate release order uh i, I thought we were or gonna do like uh around the around the round table yeah get get some games out there okay does somebody have something they can keep track of this with like pen and paper Corey, is that kind of what you were thinking i'll do it yeah whittle, I'll, whittle uh, it down from there let me just call up my uh my ever sure here. to have duplicates yeah I think the best way to do it would just see, like, just everybody say what game they're most excited for, right? Okay. In that way, want... if there's any overlap, then that's probably going to be high on the list. Okay. How does that sound? No? So- sounds good to me, buddy. Well, I'll start yeah. then. Let's hear it. Mine's kind of obvious, but uh, Mass Effect Andromeda okay. coming out Q1 next year. Uh, that is the game of all the games coming out between now and then that I'm most excited for, for sure. Mm-hmm. That was also on my list, not as my top game, but on my list. How did you? Yeah, what you think about the? Too, by the way, what did you think about the gameplay, Corey? The... I mean, there wasn't much to go on there. It, it was right. it was enough to see and remind myself. You're talking about the gameplay from uh, yep, the PlayStation the PS4. announcement. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was enough to uh to to wet my whistle a little bit, but there wasn't wasn't very informative. Uh we know there's going to be an Asari. Beyond that, I don't know, I don't really remember what else uh no hard information about the game, I don't think. Right. But it looked nice. It looked very nice. Did anyone else have Mass Effect on their list? No, Me. I did not. Okay. Will did? Yeah. Well, that's we're, Probably going to be up there. Okay, so three ticks for Mass Effect. I think the thing I'm looking forward to with Mass Effect is I know I, I'm looking forward to hearing how they, I know they said it, you know, in the the lore of the game, it's not supposed to have any effect on what happened in the trilogy. So I'm excited to see how they managed to do that. Um, I think I talked about this before, but someone... I read an article somewhere that someone thought that the the ship, the Andromeda ship, they sent out before uh, or when crap got real during the the third game. So that's why um, the editing of Mass Effect Three doesn't affect Mass Effect Andromeda at all. I'm excited to see how they tie all that up. Oh, that is interesting. So that's tell, why I'm looking forward to it. Tell us about the Shepherd. Dad, is that what uh, what happens at the end? Yeah, yeah, it's good stuff. Is that in all the endings? I want to say no, it wasn't. Okay, was that only in the destroy ending? Yes, because that was like the good ending, supposedly. Right. Okay. What about you, Will? Why Mass Effect? Uh 
I don't know. I'm a huge Mass Effect fan, so like I'm very curious to see kind of their next step with the franchise. I mean, we just played the Mass Effect trilogy is one of the better trilogies in my opinion uh, mm-hmm. that I've ever played. So just like I want more Mass Effect, but I'm also interested to see kind of what they do with it to um, keep it kind of fresh because it looked it struck me a little bit like Destiny a little bit when I was watching it played. Um, so like I'm I'm just kind of interested to see how everything comes together with that game, and I don't like that we haven't really seen anything about it, so I'm slightly worried at the same mm-hmm. time. But okay. Speaking of Mass Effect, I've been doing the uh, Explorers Wanted competition. I don't know if you guys know what that's all about. Yeah, the voice acting. The voice acting competition. And I kid you not, I spent a good three hours reciting the same forty-five seconds of lines the yeah. other day. Just trying Should to perfect it. Try to get it just right. Yeah. Nice. And then I made my girlfriend listen to it, and she just looked at me, and she's like, I think you can do better. And I'm like, I spent three hours doing that. <laughs> Unbelievable. Unbelievable. And then I got pissed. I said, you're never supportive. This is over. And then you made her pizza. Yep. Nice. <laughs> and that was, uh, that's how it works. That's how a relationship works, ladies yeah, and gentlemen. Yeah, isn't it? But it's been okay. Eric, number one game on your list. Number one game. This is a surprise to even me. Uh, Super Mario Run Mm -hmm. is the game I'm most looking forward to. And maybe just because that's probably the one I'll end up playing the most. um, That I'll have time to play the most of. And it looks really good. Mm Mm-hmm. I like the. I always like games with like the leaderboard challenges and stuff. And I know you guys will be playing it, so uh, I think we could have fun with that. And it's a, it's one that my wife will play too. So yeah, anything that her and I can kind of connect that I'm remotely interested in is always good. So that's that's the one I'm most looking forward to. And uh, I understand it's coming out in December, which I did not previously know. That is yes, that is accurate. It's also on my list, Eric, for a lot of the same reasons you mentioned. Yeah. It'll just be nice to have a flood of people playing this casual mobile game, but right. from uh, from an IP that we, we know and love. And I, I have all the confidence in the world that Nintendo will deliver. Absolutely. Sure. Okay. Will. Number, did you, ha- you didn't have, did you have Super Mario Run? I did not. Okay. I, I didn't put it either. Mostly because I kind of forgot. And it's not coming to Android till like later, so. To be honest, um, I forgot that game was coming out too because I figured it would be a little bit longer than. Uh, would December. you put it on your list, Will? Um, maybe probably not my top seven, but it could be in my top ten. Better be a pretty fucking strong top seven then. <laughs> well, you guys are gonna really go at me at my number one game. Is it Duty? No, it isn't. I forgot uh, about Duty. I'm only excited for Duty because of the remaster. Of uh, COD 4. But my number one is Pokemon Sun and Moon. I'm not surprised by that, though. Yeah, okay. A lot of the stuff that they do with these games now won't mean very much to you guys because you don't play Pokemon and don't particularly care for it. But, like, the 3D aspect they added to the Pokemon games kind of really gave the the franchise a new life. Because I go back and play, because I play... uh, diamond and pearl on my phone because i have the emulator and just like the game is so flat and can be really boring at times but like with the 3d animations that they added to the game 
just like in the battling and how it is they just made it so much better and in this one they're like really messing around with like some of the pokemon forms and whatnot and like redoing uh the first generation like forms to add like another another strategic layer to it and like they added z moves and stuff like that and it's it's all stuff to me that as a, a huge pokemon fan is all really cool uh and i'm really like into whenever they put out a new trailer showing off new pokemon and stuff like that because it's hard to come up with 700 and god knows how many uh different types of pokemon so i like to see kind of what they do and there's some hits and misses but it's still cool to see them still still pumping them out yeah um i don't know if someone covered it for nibble bits but it was announced that the Pokemon game will be coming to the NX, too. What Pokemon game? They haven't talked about it yet. but Snap 2? Yeah, uh, maybe. The, I think the, the quote was something along the lines of there being a Mario, a Zelda, and a Pokemon at launch for the NX. Yeah. Oh, and, stop it. And then the the CEO or whatever of that po- the Pokemon company confirmed that like a couple days ago, I think. So if, the NX is getting delayed again. No, it's just going to be Pokemon Shuffle <laughs> on the NX. Pokemon go. Shuffle, Super Mario Run, and... Breath of the Wild. Yeah. Since that's already come. <laughs> Best case scenario is they remade a uh, console Pokemon game from scratch. What's going to happen is it'll be a port of Sun and Moon. Worst case scenario is Pokemon Shuffle. I could definitely see it being a port. Yeah. Um, especially considering the whole mobile console hybrid Snap two discussion. You take your NX out in the wild like you did with your phone with Pokemon Go and you take pictures of Pokemon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In compromising positions. I don't like that. <laughs> I'd rather it's just Pokemon Snap two where I do it in my living room. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's a mod, Dan. Oh, yeah, okay. Which right. is not eligible for game of the year no 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 mods aren't eligible for any mods kind of awards no... <laughs> well we're still gonna have to hash that one all out before I can't the time wait. comes i mean when it's basically skyrim <laughs> yeah because if you, if you ever booted it up you'd be like this feels a lot like skyrim looks a lot like it too until you've played it will your words mean nothing to me. and i'm gonna play it so i can have an actual argument but anyway. Probably like an hour, but um, we're referring to Enderall for anyone that's wondering. The Enderall yeah. mod, the total conversion mod. Yep. Yeah. Um. So I'll go on to my the top game on my list, also a Nintendo game, Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild. Forgot yep. about that one too. Um, hmm. I don't know. I just think it's so weird to have a fully like open world Zelda game and uh all the gameplay stuff I saw from it from uh E was it E3 when they did the tree yeah the treehouse stuff. Yep. Um it looks like it's gonna be really cool. Uh open world a lot more RPG elements than even most of the uh, other Legend of Zelda games. So I'm really looking forward to that one. So that's on my my that's, top. A, that's a good pick that I also uh, forgot about on my list. Mm-hmm. So well, I had it at number two. So I'm gonna I'm gonna slot that in at number it. four on mine. Mm-hmm. Um. Well, p- part of the problem is is we don't know when it's coming out. So 
it's supposed to be an NX launch title, but the NX doesn't seem like it's going to come out in March like it's supposed to. Well, you so. know, you know what's going to happen is uh, it's going to come out. It's going to come out with the NX and not come mm-hmm. out for Wii U for a month or two later. Didn't they yeah. already say that? Did they confirm that? That's yeah. Fine. Oh. Yeah. Or not, I don't think it was a month or two, but yeah, I think I, I think that they did say something along those lines. Hmm. It'll it'll be a couple of weeks anyway, right? Week sounds more accurate to what they said. Hmm. Yeah, that would be dumb because I can wait a week. I can't wait a month. Right. <laughs> yeah, but didn't they do that with something else? Skyward Sword or something? Twilight Princess. Maybe yes, Twilight Princess. Hi yeah yeah. Game number two, Corey. Game number two for me is Final Fantasy 15, due out November 29th. I will. I'm not afraid to admit that the marketing had a lot to do with this. Uh, the the movie that came out, which the name of it escapes me right now. Oh, uh, King's Glaive, Final Fantasy 15, King's Glaive, which is a terrible movie, but a lot of fun to watch. <laughs> uh, also, the anime series, which I've watched the first two episodes of, uh, really enjoyed. They just did a really good job of world building in those things. And just the, the constant flood of information about the game. And it's just every day, you know, there's some sort of information coming out about Final Fantasy XV. Uh, also, the people that played it at TGS, uh, Tokyo Game Show, last week or the week before are all really positive on it. They said it's quite good. and they, Most of them are impressed. So that helps even more. Uh, plus, I've just always been a Final Fantasy shill. It's on my list at number six, Corey. All right. It's my number four. I didn't have it. Probably. Really? Because you forgot or because you just think A little it's bit of stupid. both. <laughs> I don't think it's stupid. I think it's got high potential for suckage. Oh, but, God, yeah. <laughs> that, that's the thing. It's one of those games, though, that could be really sucky or really yeah. awesome. Oh, yeah, for sure. You know. What if it's just, like, average? I don't think so. I think it's going one way or the other. (laughs) Okay. I don't think it has a choice, you know? It's it's been built up a lot, and it's got such a following that it has no choice to be stuck in the middle. Yeah. The reaction one way or the other is going to be visceral. Right. Not as bad as uh, No Man's Sky, but similar, right? There are a lot of people that say that that game's mediocre, but honestly, I think the people that say that uh, don't really like it, but it's the people that were very excited for it and don't want to be wrong about it. Gotcha. So I was the biggest defender of that game on this podcast. I haven't played it since the episode. If that, of course not. It's terrible. That's an indication. I finally saw somebody posted another uh, image on Reddit of the crazy animal they saw, and somebody commented, or maybe I talked to you guys about this already, but somebody commented, like, honestly, these kind of posts are getting a little old. Yeah. And that's coming from somebody, you know, within the community who's still passionate about it, I guess. So, Okay. Eric, game, num- game number two. Civilization six for Ooh. the PC. Is that too close to release to count? Or No, that's no. on my okay. list. All right. Yeah, Civ six. Um, really liked Civ five, and I, I want to – I'm happy that this time I'll be able to, like – get into it at launch when you guys are playing it and we'll be able to have some good talks about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I've always 
always been really interested in those games, and this will be the first one that I've gotten to been able to get into it launch and, and really uh, sink my teeth into. So looking yeah. forward to it. Yeah, um, yeah. It was also number two on my list, Eric. Uh, not, it's not going to like set the world on fire, you know, with with all these new features and stuff. But Civ is always, it's always a really solid game, and um, the expansions that are, come out for it will be good too. Um, yeah. it's, I, it's just a game I know I'm going to sink a lot of time into. It's yep. That's all it is. Have it at so. a two way tie at seven for me. Okay. Corey, did oh. you have Civ six? I sure did. Uh, I'm not sure where I put it. Uh, Sounds like a winner in these parts. I had it fourth. Yeah. So everybody had it? Everybody yeah. had it. That's, yep. That's kind of a big deal. Yeah. Sure is. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Okay. Well, number two. Uh, Well, my number one through four have been listed already. Oh. So, my number five is South Park Fractured But Whole. So that's Q1, right? Next year? Yeah, I've got that one at three. And yes, Q1-ish. This game looks awesome. If, I yeah. mean, if it's if it's anything close to what the last one was, The Stick of Truth, uh, it can't help but be great. I think it's it, going to be as funny, but with better gameplay. So I think it's going to be a much better like game. Yeah. You know? That's sort of the vibe that I got from what I've seen uh, with the, the gameplay trailers and whatnot. And I like the superhero idea more than the old-time... Uh, I was just going to say that. Than the fantasy. Yeah, and it's weird because I'm usually the other way around with that. I always prefer fantasy to superheroes, but for whatever in this instance, I kind of like the heroes more. It might be mm. because I like the South Park heroes more than more than I might play Spider-Man. Stick of Truth again. I'd like to play Stick of Truth again before this one comes out. Uh, it was third on my list, too, by the way. Oh, see? Dan and I, two and three were the same. Corey, <laughs> did you have South Park? No, I didn't, but uh, I'm going to put a tick next to it because I would have if I remembered it. Right. <laughs> okay. So there's uh, another four votes for a game, eh? Yeah. Yeah. All right. So which um, ones have we all voted for? Only uh, Fractured Butthole and uh, Civ. What about Zelda? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that Three. one, too. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Looks like we have um, a top three. Well, I'll go next, because I've only got one more game. It's a little bit off the reservation, but uh, Star Citizen. And I don't know if this is like even coming out, out soon, um, but I'm just excited for what it what it could be. Um, it seems like it's going to be, uh, I don't know about everything No Man's Sky promised to be, but it's it's going to be more in line with the stuff No Man's Sky was supposed to be than, than No Man's Sky actually was. Um, yeah, I've been, I've been kind of excited for that one for a while, but it's one of those games that you never know if it's actually going to come out or not. So that was on my list as number five. I, I saw that, and uh, I almost put it on my list because the original, or not original, but the most recent release date was 2016 sometime. Yeah. Uh, that's probably not happening, but no. yeah, I'm with you. It, it, it looks awesome. It's just one of those games that's nebulous, though, at this point. Yep. Yep, who knows what it is. Yeah. Uh, occasionally I see a Time Warner, com- uh, Time Warner Cable commercial, 
for Time Warner Cable Business Class Internet, and it's got Cloud Imperium games on there. And uh, Chris Roberts talking about it. It's very, very weird. Wow. But, yeah. What other game did they make, or games? He's made, he made, uh, I think he made... Um, Wing Commander? Wing, was it Wing, Wing Commander? Yeah, maybe TIE Fighter, something like, one of those old classic uh, piloting, space piloting games. Okay, but Cloud Imperium? Cloud Imperium Games, that's his company. Have they have they made anything? Them I don't think so. Oh, okay. I think he started that to make gotcha. Star Citizen. Okay. Uh, so that's it for my list. I'm all covered, so. Corey, go ahead. Um, My third game I'm most excited for is Divinity Original Sin 2. That's an honorable mention for me. Probably just me on that one. I was going to put it on my list, but I didn't play the first one. Oh, so. God, you got it. Is that the one you're always begging us to play, Corey? Yes, it's so good. It's so fun. It, it was my game of the year the, game, the year it came out. Is that 2013? Yeah, but you've had some pretty questionable choices, let's be honest. I don't think that's true at all. I disagree with wholeheartedly with Eric. Yep. Other than Divinity Original Sin, I don't think I could pick another one of Corey's Game of the Years. Is that right? I don't Life remember. Life is Strange? Oh, eh. Yeah. Bioshock that's... Infinite? That was a good one. That, wait, yeah. wait, wait. Didn't Last of Us come out that year? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> hey, man. I know I won in this circle, but... The, uh... Scoreboard, that's all I'll say. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> scoreboard is awfully janky around this, these parts. Yep. <sighs> what, did I, what did I pick that one year uh, I was criticized for being a hipster? Was that Divinity? No, it no. was um, Papers, Please. That no. wasn't my game of the year. I had it on my list, but I, don't, I didn't pick that as What'd my game What did you pick, of the year. Gone Home or something? No... I can't remember. Eh. I don't know. Okay. Uh, Eric, what's next on your list? Highest one I have left that has not been mentioned yet is Horizon Zero Dawn. Oh. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming only Will maybe put that one? I put it. I completely forgot <laughs> about that game. Okay. Would you have put it, Will? Yeah, probably. Yeah. It probably would have been... Maybe six on there. Yeah, that was number five on mine. Sandwiched in between Zelda, after that was mentioned, and Final Fantasy. Uh, I don't know. I I guess I haven't been as impressed as other people by the way the game looks. I think it just looks like any other open world game, like a mix of Far Cry and Skyrim and all those kinds of things. So it it just seems a little ho-hum to me. I don't know. But... Regardless, I will certainly play it. Mm-hmm. Definitely looks good. I just don't think it's anything crazy. I was excited for that, that and then when I saw the um, was it E3 this year where they showed like some gameplay, I was yeah. like, "Oh, that looks really good." I was really impressed with the the gameplay aspect of it. I thought that was uh, well done, well done uh, video for them. Yeah, that's the one I have playing now, uh, where she's fighting the mechs, yeah, and running around and doing yeah. a side quest village. or something like that. I thought that was awesome. Yeah, yeah, it looks. It looks. I mean, graphically, gorgeous. Yeah, but uh, I do like that it's a like completely different game from what they they usually make. Being the Killzone series, I think that's really cool sure. that they 
stepped out of their comfort zone and are doing something different. Yeah. yeah. Plus, nobody really liked Kill Zone, so. Yeah, I mean, there's all that too. <laughs> I think the older ones were supposed to be good, weren't they? Uh, they were. They were well liked. I mean, back th- back then, it was probably a newer thing. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Kill Zone Shadowfall had a lot to live up to at that point, so I think that's kind of why it was seen as kind of an average shooter. Yeah. Okay. I uh, I had it at my my la- my last game on my list was uh, Horizon, coming out February twenty eighth. So only three ticks for that one. Three ticks. Dan did not have it. Well, I technically didn't have it. That's all right. I've been putting them as long as uh, they would have been. Yeah. Gotcha. All right. This is just a my, rough estimate here. My my problem is I'd have to get a PS4 again to be able to play it. Perfect. Right. That's why I assumed only Will would have it. Yeah. Corey's got to get one anyway for Final Fantasy. <laughs> You know, after watching World Cup of Hockey, I desperately need to play Chell. Dude, connected seasons, me, you, and Will. Oh, Let's do it. Oh, God. Let's fucking um, do it. I mean, I could trade in my Wii U, and I have a $50 Amazon card, and I could trade in Mario Maker and Xenoblade and be pretty close to having enough for a bundle. Just do it. Eh, I don't know. They did, uh, over the weekend, I don't know if it was just this weekend, there was a eBay listing for the Uncharted bundle that included an extra DualShock. Oh, wow. Yeah. I thought that was a pretty good deal. I need a new DualShock. My, one of mine is beat. A yeah, $60 controller, and it's shot. Isn't that bullshit? That's bullshit. You don't see Wiimotes breaking. <laughs> well, they don't get much use either, though. Let's be honest. Fair enough. But but they did still work when they were slammed through TVs. Yeah. <laughs> I remember dropping the GameCube down the stairs. Yeah. Do you, do you guys did remember? You hold, did do, did do you... your balls go up through your throat when you did that? Uh, do you guys remember? Dan I do. Sure. I saw yeah. it. Oh. Yeah, because stuff was flying off of it when it was tumbling down the stairs. Oh. I, wanted, I wanted you guys to say, no, I don't remember. And I'd be like, exactly. <laughs> No, it was horrifying to see something like that. Or he uses Jedi mind tricks on you. Anyway. You did drop it down. I did. I definitely did. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know if that was a memory I made up. That was a real thing. He also left out the chicken cordon bleu. No, I left out the steak. The steak. Okay. Steak thought out. Mom was pissed. (laughs) Oops. Because I was getting a chicken cordon bleu. Bypassed the uh, delicious steak and got a frozen chicken cordon bleu in a box. Uh, Schwanz. You know what? And I'd do it today, too. Oh, my God, yes. Those are so good. Yeah, those are delicious. Will, next game on your list. Do you want me to do just my last two since one's a tie? And... Yeah. Okay, so I, I have Battlefield 1 and Steep. Uh, mm-hmm. Steep. I love snow. So Went off the board there. Yeah, and this game kind of has fascinated me. Like, it looks... Other than, like, the E3 stuff, I haven't seen much about it. Don't you it... feel bad that somebody died making it? Yeah, that's why I want to buy it. <laughs> In their remembrance? Yeah. Of... I think it was, it was a female, right? It was. She was, she was doing... Was she doing advertising for it? Yeah. I thought she was Maybe. filming, like, capturing 
whatever. No, she's okay. doing uh, like a promo with Red Bull. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, but with Steep, I don't know. Like, it looks like just like kind of an open world, like snowboarding and other like outdoors, like mountain, like hang gliding and stuff like that. And like, if I can just kind of walk around and like go just down. Just like No mountain. Man's Sky. Yeah, that sounds awesome. <laughs> I've heard really bad things about Steep. Yeah. Did you? Yeah. Maybe I won't get it then. It's this December, right? I don't know. Is it? It fell off my radar pretty quickly. If it's uh, getting, if it's not getting good, uh, good press, maybe I won't bother with it. I don't see it in December. Oh yeah, there it is. Uh, December second. Gotcha. Well, Eric ruined my day by telling me that. Sorry, dude. But Battlefield One. Uh, I played the beta for, I don't know, a couple hours, and I liked the beta. I was pretty bad at it. I also didn't love the map, but I do know that there's going to be way more to that game uh, anyway. And I love Battlefield, so overall... I'm Battlefield really... 1 is on my list as well. I, I just can't imagine I'm going to dislike this game. No, it'll be good. I mean, my, honestly, my only real complaint was I, I didn't love that map because I felt like it was too sniper-friendly. But like you said, there will be plenty of other maps. And uh, I, I hope they toned down the horse the horses a little bit. They I, did. They did. Yeah, they did. Oh, they did. All right, yeah. good. Because those things, that was... I get that, like, it's a video game and it should be something you're able to use. I get that. But don't tell me that if I put two bullets in a horse's neck, it just keeps going. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, I'm 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 also looking forward to Battlefield One. Will yeah, uh, and that kind of rounds out my list. Okay, um, I'm I want to hear about how the campaign is because I think if the campaign is really good, I'll pick it up. Because I don't think I'll play the multiplayer, but if you know they have the opportunity to do some cool things with the campaign, so we'll see. Okay, Corey, so did you are... have Battlefield? No. I didn't. I got all I needed uh, out of it from the beta, so I'm good. Fair enough. I'm good. I only had one more game. I don't know if anybody else had anything else. Yeah, I've got actually quite a few more. Oh, okay. Well, I had Skyrim Special Edition. I I thought about putting that on there, because I actually am pretty excited about it, but then I said, well, it's a remaster, but... We know how you like your reskins of Skyrim, after all, Corey. But it's it's Skyrim. <laughs> it is Skyrim. You're right. Yeah. Do you think? Wait. Let me ask you this. Do you think you'll like it as much after the whole Enderall thing? Yeah, because they're they're different games. All right. I'm, yeah. I'm just just asking. Yeah. They're they're different beasts for sure. Okay. Uh, Enderall tells a really really good story. Uh, Skyrim is a really good open world role playing game. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cool. Okay. So I was the only one that had a special edition on my list, huh? Yep. All right. Yes, sir. Bummer. What do you got, Eric? Uh, am I the only one that has anything left? I think so. Sounds wow. like it. So none of you had any of these then. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm. I, I even if I don't play it, I'm excited just to see. What it's about, this is a series that has always intrigued me. I just have never had the time for it, is Persona 5. 
Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm interested to see how that turns out and if it lives up to everybody's expectations. Um, and then I had Watch, Watch Dogs 2. I, I think I was a bigger fan of the first Watch Dogs than a lot of people were. Um, and I think that it was a good uh, start point for the series. I think the second one could be really good. Um, I added Call of Duty Infinite War, Warfare to my list. We talked about that. Gears 4? Nobody? For Gears 4? Nah. That's an honorable mention for me. Wow. And I, for I, me, I... it's really about Horde mode. Yeah. Which I know I can play with Jeff. It, honestly, it might be <clears throat> it might be a buy for me, uh, despite my dislike for buying having to buy those games on the Windows Store. Yeah. I'm going to buy Forza Horizon, so there's yeah. one game. Uh, so I'll probably I probably will end up buying Gears Four. I heard they made all that pretty easy. I I don't have any experience with it. Yeah, and, but, and it's a play anywhere game, so we might yeah. even be able to play together. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'll have it for both. So. Hmm. I think uh, I think it's is it cross platform multiplayer. I don't know. It won't matter though because if I buy it for one, I get it for the other. Right. Yeah. You'll be able. So, okay. Gotcha. Um. Sea of Thieves. Nobody had. I forgot about look, that I'm one. Still looking forward to Sea of Thieves. Yeah. Um. Dead Rising Four minimally. Mafia Three. I'm kind of interested in uh, the time period and kind of what they're going for. I think could be very interesting with like the racial. Tensions. Mm-hmm. Um, Halo Wars 2. Will? No Halo Wars? I forgot about that one, too. Jeez. I think that one's going to be, like, end of next year, though. No, it's, th- it's slated for early next year. Oh, is it February? Yeah, uh, it's Q1, uh, I think. Yeah, February 21st. Oh, damn. That would definitely be in probably my top four. I was going to say, jeez. Mm-hmm. Two ticks for Halo Wars. And the last one on my list is For Honor. Mm. Um, I remember when I first saw that game, I was really excited for it, and everything I've seen since has done nothing to sway that. So yeah, people like that. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty pretty well received from people that have played it. So I should say, That's, Eric, uh, that I am interested in Persona Five, Watch Dogs Two, uh, Mafia Three, Sea of Thieves, and For Honor. Uh, but you're not looking forward to. But them? I'm not excited for them. I'm interested okay. to see what they're going to be. But okay. There's no excitement for me. So it sounds like Corey hates video games this week. Eric loves video games this week. You know, I just yeah, this, this week seven I'm games it. I'm really excited for, so you guys can just fuck right off. <laughs> <laughs> I still think we should have stuck with our the list I suggested today, Corey. Hearthstone, oh, yeah. Rocket League, and Enderall. Yeah, that sounds Those good. are the games we're most excited for. Pretty good list. Uh, yeah, so we're, what are we at? What are we looking like? All right, Did so five out of that? I'm just going to get rid of all of those ones you just mentioned, Eric. Yeah, right. <laughs> Maybe if we're doing just doing top five, uh, I don't see any of those making it. I'm also going to get rid of Skyrim. Uh, yeah. Should I drop Battlefield? Yeah, yeah sounds I'm fine like with that. Not, I'm dropping so Steep. Popular. Probably keep Horizon. Uh, I'll do- drop Divinity. Drop Star Citizen. Yep. All right, so this is what we're looking at. Mass Effect Andromeda, Super Mario Run, Pokemon Sun and Moon. Probably drop that since Will's the only one. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Will. Uh, Breath of the Wild, Final Fantasy XV, Civ Six, Fractured Butthole, Horizon Zero Dawn. I'd say drop Horizon. And put Pokemon back on. <laughs> six, two, four, six. Uh, I'm okay with dropping Horizon. 
I think I'm more excited for all of those games more than I am for Horizon. Yeah, I'm fine with that. Will, Dan, anybody yeah, want to fight fine. for Horizon? Nah. Nope, go ahead. Okay, so this is pretty easy so far. So we still got Mass Effect, Super Mario Run, Zelda Breath of the Wild, Final Fantasy 15, Civ 6, Fractured, but whole. We need to drop one more, and then we can figure out how to rank them one through five. Mario. Ooh. Uh, I don't know oh about that. Oh, my God. Why? Just because you, it's a mobile game? You guys are going to play it like three times, and that'll be it. Corey might know. play it. I don't know if that's true, man. I really don't. I don't, I don't get that feeling. I've, I've played a, a lot of m- mobile games for, you know, lots of hours. I thought about that, Will. This is a runner. Like, I, I thought about like... that. It's not an endless runner, though. No, it's... it's got more to it than that. Yeah. It's and... got com- competition, which is what I love. And I uh, I played the, a good comparison are, are the the Rayman Fiesta Run or Jungle Run Fiesta Run, whatever yes, it's called. I think both actually. Um, and I played that game all the way through, and even e- did the whatever three star or whatever was the the challenge in that. I did all those. You're too. okay. You're gonna say you're gonna want this Mario Runner on the list with Final Fantasy, South Park, Mass Effect, Zelda. I don't remember what the other game was. It's not, it, it's, it's not even, but I, I don't know if you're looking at it as like what game we think could be the best. No, but because you're I, I would never argue that. that. You're hyped about that game more so than the other ones. Oh yeah, because I know that I'm going to put more time into it, and I know that's what what I'm going to end up playing. And I'll be like Dan when he picks Rayman Legends as his game of the year because he had a good time playing it with his wife. I know that Christy and I are going to play that game together and talk about it and compete, and I think that'll be really fun. Yeah, Corey? That does add, that does add an extra dimension to it. It does, it's especially having a wife that doesn't like video games. Yeah. When we find something that we can relate to in that area, it's great. Yeah. Yeah. That is uh that is a, a good thing. Uh I I on the other hand, uh no, Will, you're right. I, I think I'm more excited for those other games than I am for Super Mario Run. Although I am very excited for Super Mario Run. It just so happens those other those other five I'm probably uh at least a little bit more excited for. Alright. So I'm okay with I dropping. I think I'm gonna it. have to concede. I don't want to, but Who, did you have it your number one, Eric? Yeah. Really? Uh, if you wanna argue one of these other games, if you want which one do you think you would drop not south park what were the other one not civ final fantasy zelda mass effect mass effect uh i think the only one i stand a chance with is probably final fantasy which is weird in this group for me to say that but (laughs) (laughs) i think it's just got a lot of potential to suck if it was like, an old Final Fantasy, we would argue with you, but yeah, I, I don't know. I, I get I get the excitement for it, but like you even said, Corey, I don't think Super Mario has any real chance to be bad. Super mm-hmm. Mario Run, yeah, we're gonna put a lot of time into it. Whereas Final Fantasy, like, it, it looks really cool, but like, at what point is driving on a road trip with four Bros. hipsters stopping to get gas gonna stop being fun? My, I, I would rather have. That's, that's, a, low, low. that's a low blow. <laughs> oh, well, really though. I would rather have Mario on the that's list. A, than that's, a, that's a straw man argument right there. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, that's what we've seen of it. Is like going on a road trip and like getting out of the car and hitting some big monsters. 
we've to be honest, to be honest, that argument might have swayed my opinion. Thank you, Eric. And Dan said he'd rather see Super Mario on the list too. All right. All right. Yeah, I mean, it's three on one. Then I can't. I can't argue with you guys. So we'll keep what? Super Mario and drop Final Fantasy. Or we drop Super Mario and Final Fantasy and add Pokemon. That's Victory not, that, for the little guy. That's, that's not happening, Will. All right, so Final Fantasy is gone. So we've got Mass Effect, Andromeda, Super Mario Run, Zelda Breath of the Wild, Civ Six, and the Fractured Butthole. I mean, I never said I was going to switch sides. I said, oh, well, I... Jesus, Will. Too late now. Oh, it's, it's been not, stricken. It's not too late. The list maker, uh, the list maker wants to keep it, so it hasn't been stricken officially. You're talking about the guy that wants Enderall to be game of the year. I didn't say that. I just think it should be eligible. Come on. Because my top game isn't going to make the list, no one's top game can make the list. (laughs) Oh, my God. Uh, Well, Well, Corey, what's your argument for Final Fantasy XV? Okay, so uh, your your, uh, lowest common denominator argument there, uh, I'm trying to think of a good analogy. It's kind of like me saying, like, uh, FIFA is just a game about kicking a piece of rubber on grass you know there's a lot more to it than than, really. than driving a car around and stopping for gas what uh, do we know that's more to it's, it right it's now. a jrpg first of all okay, I know, I know, there's another knock against it i know a lot of the backstory there is a Let's whole universe it. to explore you want me to you want me to describe the backstory yeah just a little bit all right so there's this kingdom called nilfheim's the bad guys and the good guys i can't remember the name but there's all these crystals in the world, which is a typical Final Fantasy story. Uh, four, four or five crystals. I can't remember now. And all of them are destroyed except for the one that the protagonists have in their kingdom. Uh, and the bad guys have slowly taken over the world around them. And the good guys have this cool, like, magical shield over their kingdom. And uh, they come to, they decide to make a treaty with the bad guys. And when the bad guys show up, things go awry. Uh, the protagonist, the bros, uh, one of them being Prince Noct. Is it Noct or Noctus? I think it's Noct. I can't remember. They have to escape, uh, so they're out on the road. Luna's the good princess that he was supposed to marry. They're trying to find her. They don't know what's going on because the kingdom got in this big fight over this silly little crystal. Um, yeah, so that's like the, the lead-in. And that's what Kingsglaive explores. The Kingsglaive story is... About the king's, uh, like king's guard from Game of Thrones is like the king's glaive. It's this. I don't know, man. Thirteen soldiers or something. Well, of course not, because you're not into that kind of stuff. No, I'm not. I, I don't know. I've said my piece. I'm not arguing it further. Well, Will's the swing. So if Will thinks Final Fantasy should go off and Super Mario Run should stay on, then that's fine. Well, wait, wait. How is he the swing? Because Dan was on my side. Yeah. So either either it ties, okay, which would be Will's vote, or it's gone. I mean, I know I'm not going to play Super Mario more than twice, so I know I'm going to play Final Fantasy more. So I'm on the Final Fantasy ca- camp, which makes it 2v2. So does that mean both games get ejected from the list? And Pokemon gets put well, on. We did, we did or a, we could we look and five. see if there's something else that can be okay. taken off. Um, I, I personally... The only, what was what were the other ones? Fractured You've... Butthole, Civ Six, Breath of the Wild, and Andromeda. Breath of the Wild is the only one. Uh, for, for me personally, it would it would be Mass Effect over yeah. even Final Fantasy. But 
I think Zelda might be the only one. That... I'm more in the camp of dropping Mass Effect than Zelda. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. I just don't, I don't know if I have a foot to stand on with you three on any of those games. I kind of, like, I'm worried about Mass Effect, as I said. I'm interested in it, so I'm, like, hyped for it, but I think it could go bad. Yeah, I mean, what do you know about it? Like, you haven't seen no. anything. What is there to be hyped about? There's nothing. That it's Mass Effect. And it That's comes, it. It comes from a yeah, developer but... who's made awesome games in the past. But you look at Zelda, we've seen a ton of Zelda, and that looks like the best Zelda game to okay, have been Okay, but Skyward made. Sword was also real shitty. I'm not arguing one way or the other. I'm just saying. that's. I don't, I, I, I don't re- remember Skyward Sword getting the hype that Breath of the Wind is getting. It's a Zelda game. Yeah, but this I'm one's sure different. Was, I'm sure it was there. Well, yeah, of course it, it, it was I there. mean, it is, it's, it is different because it's a different kind of game. There's no question about that. This is our personal games that we're excited for. That's yeah. all. That's all this list is. So if you guys are more excited for Zelda than you are Mass Effect, then that's another argument we can have. But I don't want to drop either of those games. What is it about Zelda that's got you excited? It's Zelda. And we, okay, we, meaning what? We kind of know what to expect from a Zelda game and the open-world Do we world know stuff. what to expect from an open-world Zelda game? Yeah, they showed a lot of it. The cooking, the having to wear different types of equipment in different areas. It's got crafting. crafting. Anything else? Crafting. I mean, those are open-world elements. So That's... Isn't that shit getting so tired, though? No, people like that stuff. I know, I, but... I like that stuff. I do, too. Still. I don't know, man. I'm just kidding. Every game is, like, the same to me anymore. I don't know. Well, we have to drop one game, and then we can arrange them, and we have to figure out what that game is. You guys know my thoughts. Super Mario Run. It sounds like Final Fantasy is the other one. Yep. Do we care enough, Will, to argue for Final Fantasy, or do you just want to drop it so we can move on? See, I, I wouldn't have Mario on this list. Neither would I. But I have a feeling we're not going to get anywhere. I don't feel too strongly one way or the other is the problem. I would rather see Mario on the list than Final Fantasy, but um, yeah. So maybe consider me abstaining. Now, it's not too late for Pokemon. <laughs> it's too late for Pokemon, Will. I hate to break it to you. All right, you can you can take Mario off stupid podcast to come back for a week so if and this Dan, is what happens. Dan's abstaining. Eric, you're okay with that? No, but what, what am I going to sit here all night and argue about it? You could. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> okay. Alright. Run's all right. gone. So we have our we have Instead our five. we get to go on road trips with hipsters. That'll be fun. I can't getting, well, getting the we, secret crystal. Can't we wait. can have that at five, right? Should be a six, but that's all right. <laughs> uh, all right, so we've got Mass Effect. I always get fucked over in these things. Zelda, Final Fantasy, Civ Six, and the Fractured Butthole. I would put Mass Effect Andromeda at four for me personally. So Final Fantasy, Final Fantasy five should be five. I'd put Final Fantasy at four, and put Mass Effect at five. Okay. Okay. I'm fine with that, honestly. 
Final Fantasy at four? Mass Effect at five. Yeah, I've, I mean, I've got Mass Effect number one. That's the game I'm most excited for. Yeah, my if, number one's not on the list anymore. If I'm the only, one, is mine. if I'm the only one, then I think I know how that's going. I would put Zelda at one personally. So Let's everybody is okay with having Mass Effect at number five, except for yes. me. Yes. Okay, so yes. Mass Effect will be number five. Then Final Fantasy. Yeah. So then we have Butthole, Civ Six, and Breath of the Wild. I'd say let's go. Uh, I'm thinking Civ Six at three. Okay. You know, like we know it's going to be really good, but yeah. we also know what we're getting. Yeah, it's, you're right. It's hard to get like super hyped for it because yeah, it'll probably be what everybody expects. Exactly. Sure. I'm I'm cool with that. Zelda Breath of the Wild or Fractured Butthole at number one. Zelda. 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 Yeah, I would way rather. I would actually put any of the other games at number one before Fractured. Before these two. <laughs> but I'm only one man. Wait, you wouldn't? You would have all the other previous three before Zelda? Or before Zelda? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I'm excited for Zelda. Don't get me wrong. It's just if we're if we're gauging our excitement for these games, I'm excited for these other ones more so than Zelda. Interesting. Keep in mind these are our top five games that we're excited about. It's not. Yeah. I'm not saying a, I'm not as a as a consensus. as a group. Yeah. yeah, as a group. No, I get that. I just figured you would be to have Zelda at number one. Yeah, I'm excited about it. Uh, just not crazy about it. That's all. I- Gotcha. All right, so that's our list. Zelda, Breath of the Wild at one. Fractured Butthole at number two. Civ six at number three. Final Fantasy fifteen at four. Mass Effect Andromeda at five. And that's it. Perfect. There's some decent variety in there. Yeah. Uh, and we, I mentioned to you guys trying to like revisit this every now and again, so you know we'll probably keep trying to update the hype meter. Yeah, maybe do one at the beginning of the year after some of these games have come out already. Sure. I like that. Okay. Shall we get on to Nibble Bits? Well, I'm a little disappointed that you're not going to play Super (laughs) Mario Run. Well, I I don't know. Who knows? I I might be blown away by it. I don't know that. I just want to see it. I don't even care. I just want you to play it so we can compete. Oh no, I'll play it. Oh. I I just don't know how for like how long I'll play it. Alright. Uh-huh. I'm weird with mobile games. Like there's some that like I get really into and play a ton and some where I just don't play more than twice. And there's no rhyme or reason for what. Because, like Vang- Vainglory is a game that I should be playing all the time, but I don't even bother with it. For me to really get into a mobile game, it's gotta be very simple. Mm-hmm. I don't wanna have to learn anything. Which is why this game is perfect. Yeah. You can play with one hand. Yeah, and like I said, I, this game could blow me away and I could yeah. love it. I don't know. All right. Okay. Corey, get us started with Nibble Bits. Oh, boy. Once again, I have a ton. Uh, so, modders uh, have added multiplayer to Stardew Valley before the developer even could. I know, uh, I think the original estimation for when multiplayer would be added to Stardew Valley was this summer. But today is the first day of fall, so 
they yeah. missed that deadline. And I guess he updated his estimate to early next year, uh, Concerned Ape, the, the developer of the game. Um, it's called the Makeshift Multiplayer Mod, and you have your own inventory, skills, uh, house decorations. Those are all your own, but you share a wallet and relationship progress. I imagine the only reason that's the case is because of uh, limitations within the mod. Or, you know, whoever the creator of the mod, their own personal coding limitations, maybe just not able to figure it out. So, but it's there. Uh, I've read that it's a little buggy, but playable overall. So, mm -hmm. there you go. If you're dying to play some Stardew Valley multiplayer, uh, there it is. I'm probably going to wait until there's a big content update to do that before I'm interested in revisiting Stardew Valley. So, we shall I'm see. With you. I'm yeah. going to wait, too. And then we'll play together, and then we'll make it Game of the Year. Yep. But speaking of Game of the Year, Pokemon Uranium is finally kaput. But, so what happened was the two developers of the game, uh, I can't remember their names now, but they said that they're totally done. They're not even supporting it. There's the off online features are now offline. They're not doing anything with it anymore. But later in the week, it was announced that some fans and members of the Uranium community are taking over development of the game. Uh, on their Uranium forums, they said that they'll have some more information about patches coming soon. But as of right now, as far as I know, you cannot do any of the online functionality with Uranium. What do you um, think happened? Just, I think a lot of it is uh, threats from Nintendo. Mm -hmm. Because they did send them a cease and desist. Um, I think... Actually, I don't know if that was ever confirmed. I think it was just rumored that that was the reason why they pulled it down uh, from being available online and then later on said they're not going to work on it anymore. But also, I wonder if some of it has to do with the fact that they made an awesome game and they're looking at getting real jobs somewhere. You know? True. That's true. Which is a very real possibility. That's how a lot of developers hire. Why don't, why don't Nintendo, like, why doesn't Nintendo hire them? Pride. We, they made a Pokemon game that's just as good. Yeah. That's probably part of it. Shouldn't work that way. No, man. Really shouldn't. Uh, so there's that. Xbox's October Games with Gold were announced. You have your Super Mega Baseball Extra Innings. I imagine that's a baseball game. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You also have The Escapists, which is a strategy role-playing game with pixel graphics about escaping prison and living in prison and all that good stuff. You also have MX vs. ATV Reflex. Imagine that's some sort of dirt bike ATV uh, experience. And then you have I Am Alive. It's a survival post-apocalyptic action-adventure kind of game. Uh, mixed reviews on that one. But I think The Escapists reviewed pretty well. Pretty rough month, really, for games with gold yeah not great yeah worst one in a while not great and like I mean, sony still hasn't put out a game other than journey on ps plus that's blown me away like now is an opportunity for them to put out something awesome i don't think they care and they did hey screw them but what would you want that's the thing i'd have to they look put nba 2k16 on there that's See, that pretty was, good that's that's a really good one because at that at that point it was still like forty dollars maybe. Yeah, that's that's probably the highest profile one that I can remember. Yeah. 
last month, uh, I think Xbox Live was pretty good. Mm-hmm. I can't, I can't remember, remember what they... Yeah. I, I know for, the first Forza Horizon was on there for backwards compatibility, which is cool. Um, but, yeah. I don't know. Like I said, other than, like, NBA, I haven't really been too blown away by any of the games that either... Mirror's Edge was on out. there last month, too. See, I don't like Mirror's Edge that much. Me I never either. played it, so I was kind of... I liked it. Yeah, I don't know. I never... I played, like, 30 minutes and just meh. And called it. Yep. That's about my experience with it. It's one of those ones that I was like, ah, I really, really didn't like that, but I'll I'll try it again sometime, and then just never did. Yeah, so. exactly. Uh, speaking of Microsoft, they say to expect native 4K gaming on Scorpio, at least for their first-party titles. Uh, that was revealed in an interview with USA Today. Uh, I think the marketing person said something along the lines of, uh, the games we're working on will be in native 4K on the on Scorpio. So that's what led people to believe it's going to be at least their first-party games. But if first-party games can do it, there's no reason third-party games can't do it. Uh, just a matter of what's going to come out at launch. Let's see how that works. Um, 43% was the number more powerful the Scorpio is than the new PlayStation, which cannot run games at native 4K. Uh, they're slightly upscaled to do so, so... Obviously, Microsoft wanted to take advantage of that after Sony made their announcement. Make sure everybody knows their box can do it. Frame rates. No one's talking about frame rates. Right. Oh, yeah, we can do native 4K in 15 frames per second. Yep. (laughs) They're not talking about price either, which I think is going to be a big factor. Oh, it's going to be like 700 bucks. (laughs) Yeah, and nobody's going to buy that. Come on. Buy a fucking PC at that point. Yeah. Yeah. Especially then, a year from now, when you can yeah. build a a 4K PC for 700 bucks. Yeah, yeah. Come if on. your if your hopes are for a uh, super powerful console, just make yourself a PC. Be done with it. Well, I think we could discuss that a little further, but now's not the time. <laughs> Battle.net is now selling Battle Tag changes for ten dollars. Yeah, uh, you still get the first one for free. So if you want to change your name. Uh, you can do the first one for free, or if you've done it in the past, you, you got that one for free. But now you can pay $10 and do it as many times as you want. Woo-hoo. I think it's good that right. they're char- charging for it. Woo-hoo. So you don't change your name on a whim. Yeah. Um, Drunkenly. They also yeah. removed the name Net from their Battle Net. I forget what they call it. they're calling it now. Battle Tech or something like that. Battletech. If I, if I pull it up here, will it show? I don't know if it's changed yet, but they, they yeah. announced that it's going to... Ch- it's no longer Battle.net. I think it's Battletech. So this is Battle.net for me, so it must not have... Whatever. Who cares? Did Bethesda the was Bethesda.net, right? I didn't, uh, I didn't tweet about the name. I just tweeted yeah, the... Bethesda.net, yes. <laughs> so is Bethesda going to have to change theirs to Bethesda Tech? What a stupid name. Follow suit. Uh, the big news, at least the most interesting news of the week, for me anyway, the whole digital homicide thing. So the long and the short of it is that the digital homicide developer uh, is suing 100 Steam users for $18 million over bad user reviews that they got on Steam. That doesn't tell the whole story, and I'm not claiming to know the entire story, 
Um, but they cited emotional, reputational, financial distress. Also, I just wrote down everything that was listed. Harassment, disorderly conduct, stalking, criminal impersonation, torturous interference, libel, unjust enrichment, restitution, negligence, negligence, damages, and conspiracy to commit civil rights violations. For negative game reviews? Sort of. Uh, The court actually granted them a subpoena that forced Valve to hand over those Steam users' personal information. Oh, boy. Uh, so, as a response, Valve removed all of Digital Homicide's games from Steam, saying basically that it's not okay for them to be hostile to Steam's or Valve's customers, mm-hmm. which I think is 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 totally fair. Uh, but yeah. Digital Homicide's side of the story is this quote. This is from the developer themselves. They said. The lawsuit recently filed is solely in regards to individuals where no resolution was able to be obtained from Steam to provide a safe environment for us to conduct business. We submitted numerous reports and sent multiple emails in regards to individuals making personal attacks, harassment, and more on not only us, but on other Steam customers who are actually interested in our products. So Digital Homicide is one of those developers that does something called asset flipping. Um, I think Jim Sterling is the one that... Coined yeah, that he, phrase. He, he was sued by them, right. too. Which is sort of reviews. kicked off the whole thing, but yep. uh, I'll get there. So asset flipping, so what they do is they buy previously made assets uh, and make games out of them, which is not illegal, um, not against Steam's policies or anything like that. It's just one of those things that's sort of frowned upon, because obviously uh, when you're doing that, you, you're Enderall, and you're not eligible for Thummy Awards. <laughs> it's not It's not even Enderall. <laughs> No, it's not. Uh, it's it's basically shovelware, are their games. They're super cheap yep. and they're junk, uh, but people buy them. It's like the pulp. Have they made anything notable? The pulp. Uh, not no. on the top of my head. So basically, no. their, games... All their, games are, their games are all garbage. Yeah. So they suck and people don't like you them? You watch your mouth. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, as Dan mentioned, this whole thing kind of started with a negative review that Jim Sterling gave for one of their games. Uh, and it was a video review, as he likes to do, and he said some some mean things. Uh, and the developers, Digital Homicide, actually posted a response video, which is something you never want to do when you're being critiqued for something that you created. Uh, so, of course, Jim Sterling's fans got involved, and that kicked off this whole thing where the fans uh, went to Steam. It was basically a witch hunt kind of thing. For, for Digital Homicide. Uh, so, to me, though, the first mistake are the de- devs by creating a response video to Jim oh, Sterling's yeah. review of their game. When what you, a terrible decision. Right. When you when you do something like that, when you put yourself out there and you sell products online, uh, you open yourself up to criticism, and you have to be able to take that. It wasn't just well, a response video, either. It was very antagonistic. Yeah, they called him an Jim idiot Sterling. and a moron yeah. and stuff like that. So yeah. Not only that, but he's got a very large following. Yes. Yeah. So if you're gonna do that, don't do it to him. Yeah. I don't know what they expected the result to be for that, but that was the stupidest thing they could have done. And I, I'm sure the I saw some of the stuff that people were saying, you know, like threatening them and telling them you better lock your doors and sleep with one eye open, like all that kind of horrible. Which stuff is also ridiculous. That happens yeah. on the internet. I'm not condoning that. I'm not saying that's no. okay. But no, as a developer, you have to be the professional. You have to take the criticism. There are different ways to respond uh, than calling the critiquer an idiot and a moron and all that kind of stuff. Uh, I don't know what they expected the result to be. 
and I think Valve did the right thing by removing all their games from Steam. Um, and they probably ended, they definitely ended Digital Homicide. Like, they're not going to make money. They're not going to be able to sell games anymore. Yeah. Uh, and these these two guys, they're brothers, I think. Um, their, pro- their career as game makers is probably over. So, is that deserved? I don't know. But you got you to gotta toughen up and have a little bit thicker skin. That's That's just my take on the whole thing. I don't, I don't yeah. know how you guys feel about it. I, I don't. Think no, I agree. I don't think it's right to sue uh, Steam user reviews. You know, if people are sending you personal threats somehow through email or whatever, like do it through those channels. Um, but it sounds like they were trying to use Steam to, I don't know, use Steam to to get access to those people so they could sue them. I don't know. Yeah. Which yeah. to me isn't really Steam's responsibility. No. No, not at all. Yeah. No, I think I think Valve definitely did, did the right thing here, which is weird to say, you know, customer service issue and Valve handling it correctly. It's well, not. I, I saw a lot of people critical of Valve uh, in this whole thing and blaming yeah. on the way they do their, their user reviews. Well, they are tweaking that. Yeah. It's not certainly not a perfect system, but I don't know. The, the real problem are stupid people. Yeah, well, well just, you could yeah, say that just, about anything, though. Yeah, that's just the way. <laughs> that's just the way of the world, you know. Yeah, the, the, a Steam user review is not a be-all, end-all. No, but no. people take it as such. Sure. But that's it on that, and that's it for my nibble bits. All right, what do you got, Will? Um, so I have two nibble bits. Um, Recourse Xbox One load times are getting fixed this week. They're putting out a patch to make it so it doesn't take a year for the game to load up. Um, talk about a real bummer of a game. Uh, Recore, I was kind of wanting to play, but the reviews for it were so bad that, like, I didn't even want to bother with it. Yeah. And it's funny because we had the conversation... I think maybe the last episode I was on that well, is the forty dollar price point worrying to any of us about Recore, <laughs> and we said no. I, I still don't think that would worry me. I just, I, it sounds like it's a lot of technical issues more than the gameplay. Yeah, you know, like you said, the low time and crashes or, and stuff yeah, like that. Crashing and glitches. I think this game might be pretty awesome when it's like fifteen, twenty bucks and. A couple months to pick it up. Yeah, see it on on the games with gold uh, deals. <laughs> yeah, Grab exactly. It on there for ten bucks. That's what I might do because I still want to play it, and some of it looks. I mean, it looked fun when I saw some gameplay from it, but yeah. it's just riddled with uh, problems. problems. Just unfortunate. Just delay the game. Work it out. Yeah. Is this uh, on on PC? No. Did it end up yeah. doing the games? For oh yeah, Windows? yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, because I was going to get it, but uh, for for the same reason you guys didn't, it was uh, not well reviewed. Uh, I'll also probably just buy it on a sale at some point. Maybe it'll come to Steam and be like ten bucks, you know? Yeah. Sooner than later. Is it on yeah. Steam or no? no? No, no. But I thought I thought maybe because they put uh, Quantum Break on Steam that that one might go on there too. Oh, it will. It will, at some point. Yeah. Um, my last little bit is Pokemon Go streamer mugged live on Twitch. I watched it, that. Did you watch it? Yes. 
I couldn't watch it because I didn't know how bad oh, it was. Oh, it's not bad. You can't really see anything. Gotcha. You just see the guy come up behind him and clock him. God. that's in- Okay, so uh, Twitch streamer Ricky Yanez. Yen- um, I'm really bad with names, so I'm really sorry if I mispronounce it. But he was streaming Pokemon Go in Central Park, and he was trying to catch a Snorlax and a Sea King. And somebody went up, clocked him, and took off with his his phone. Is that guy wearing was a GoPro? Was it worth it, Ricky? Huh? Is he wearing a GoPro? I didn't watch the video, like I said, so. I'm watching it now. I got it in the chat. I think he's wearing a GoPro on his head. So he was kind of asking for it. Do we know if this was staged? No, no, no. The guy who mugged him is wearing a GoPro. Oh. Oh, he is. Uh, so I haven't heard about it being staged, no. What a great publicity stunt. Yeah, it's it not is. out of the question. Well, to add insult to injury, his Twitch account got uh, suspended for violating terms of use. Probably because staged. they said non-gaming content. Huh. You can do you can do non-gaming content as long as you're in the right channel. I mean, if he's playing Pokemon Go, like if he was on the Pokemon Go channel, a lot of times, sometimes people put like. Uh, uh, they'll do that in the creative, or or they'll pick a uh, a popular game and stream whatever game they're playing under the wrong game title, and that well, okay. can be in trouble. Ricky Bot playing Pokemon Go is what it, what it says on the thing. Yeah, I don't know. So then, I don't know. <laughs> was I, I the don't... non was the non gaming content getting mugged? I mean, that's what I'm. Wondering. So they banned him. Because <laughs> he His tweeted, probably could have been a little more gentle about it if he was doing it on purpose. <laughs> well, the thing is, is he didn't hit him or anything. He just threw his arm around his well, like, neck. He and catches him the in the ground. side of the face here, and I think the glasses go. Yeah, he got punched so, like in the jaw. He, no, he I don't. got hit. Yeah, right side of the face. He definitely got hit. Yeah, because the glasses flew off, and he took a hit to the cheek there. Um. And he fell face honest, first. So, Ricky probably isn't going to do much in that situation. Yeah, he's going to say, "All right, take my phone." See, I'm so not. I, I'm not able to see that he actually hits him. All I'm seeing. It wasn't is, necessarily a punch. It was more of a just clobber threw, than a punch. Yeah, he like threw his arm around. I don't know. But he catches him in the cheek on the way through. Hmm. That's what I'm seeing. I, I want to know why that guy's brain. wearing a GoPro. Yeah, that's bizarre too. Is is he like showing his for friends his, his mugging? It's for his Twitch channel. Yeah, he was streaming at the same time. <laughs> if this is real, I'm really sorry we're laughing about it. In the in the criminal activity Twitch channel. Oh, he's bleeding. Was oh, he? Yeah, he's bleeding. Wow. He's got a big bloody spot on his head. Yeah, he tweeted. I was I got mugged playing Pokemon oh, Go yeah. at Central Park. Still talking to the police. My jaw is a mess. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. Okay. Now My that twi- I see blood, uh, okay, it might it's not pr- be. not fake. Oh, this guy's running with it. Yeah. Yeah, he takes off with it, and he's still streaming. And everybody's just typing, "Oh my god." <laughs> yeah, it was uh, it was OMG and WTF repeatedly. Nipples of the Nora. Say someone call nine one one in the, the chat. <laughs> oh, North, I'm sorry, it was buffering. I couldn't read it. What? 
what? So when Nipples he, of the North. When does he turn this thing off? No. This is... <laughs> what do you think, guys? What do you think about that? I don't want to think it was staged. I don't think it was staged. No. Now that I see blood. But that would have been smart. To stage it. Yeah, just tell his friend to make sure he really hits me. You know? Yeah, I've got this fake blood in my pocket. I'll smash it on my face. We'll GoPro it. We'll GoPro it for later once everybody figures out it was fake. I don't know. Well, I hope, Ricky, that you get your uh, Twitch channel back. Yeah, Ricky, you're not a big dude. I, I uh, hope you're all right. Oh, it was also his, I think they said it was his ninth time streaming ever. Yeah, ninth day streaming what? ever. Yeah, how many viewers did he have? I had a lot, right? Let's see here. Well, there's quite a few people chatting. Oh, he was trying to catch a sea king. Yeah. Poor guy. And had just gotten to a Poke stop. This is the dangerous stuff of Pokemon Go. Do you know how hard it is for me to refrain? I know it's very, very hard for you. Huh. I feel for the guy, though. Like... Anyway. Yeah. Definitely. Well, yeah, I mean, I don't want him to get mugged, but I also don't want him to play Pokemon Go, so, I mean, where do you draw the line? Game of the year. It's the only video game that spawned another podcast in the history of the Thumbstick Athletes. That says something. That is true. Uh, at least they can ID this guy now, right? Yeah. Yes, yes. They got his ugly mug on there. Yeah, they did. wonder if he knew. He probably didn't know that it was being live-streamed. You, know, you think that guy's ever heard of Twitch? <laughs> no. No. Not a big t- Twitch viewer? Probably not. Well, that's that's it for my nibble bits, by the way. So, okay, what do you got, Eric? Got one today, Dan. Big news coming to the best game ever made, Rocket League, receiving some more DLC, uh, actually free content and DLC, in October, uh, in the form of the map Aquadome. Has anybody watched the uh, preview for this? Not yet. Well, I've got it going right now. Yeah, it looks very Bioshocky. Ooh. Oh, nice. Uh, yes. And then that's free. The map is free content. Along with that are cars Proteus and Triton. Uh, premium vehicles that will be $1.99 each. As I said, they will come out in October. So, very soon. Still pumping away with content. Yes. Okay. Anything else? No, sir. All right. I just got one quick one. Uh, Elite Dangerous has decided to drop both DirectX 10 support and support for 32-bit versions of Windows, citing the need for the game to keep pace with technological advancement. Developer Frontier Developments has said that only half a percent of players have ever launched a game on a 32-bit system. Uh, Less than 2% have played on DirectX 10. Uh, While Frontier Developments hasn't given any kind of time frame as to when the change might happen, they said that they would give users about six months uh, notice when the change is incoming. Uh, and DirectX 10, for those who don't know, is a Windows Vista exclusive DirectX. So uh, that's been a dead operating system since it first came out. So What are we on now? DirectX 11? 12. 12. Yep. It's 
like a lot uh, 12 came out with windows uh windows 10 and some games are starting to adopt DirectX 12 now. gotcha uh but 11 was was pretty popular 9 was popular cuz 9 was uh windows XP so yeah and that's it for my nibble bits so how's your week Corey? lots of hockey watching Oh yeah, with the World Cup of Hockey going on. Although uh, my my two teams uh, have been eliminated, North America and the USA. Oh, yeah, they both I just, got knocked out. Yeah, I decided yeah. today I'm not going to watch anymore until probably the gold medal game. Uh, I like to hate watch Canada, so whoever's sure. playing Canada, I can root for. That'll be fun, and uh, always Henrik Lundqvist, so I can root for Team Sweden. I I just think it was a huge blow to the tournament to lose. Probably the only team that was really exciting to watch. Yeah, they were yeah. exciting. Team Team North America, that's for sure. That overtime period uh, in the game yesterday yep. was awesome. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, man, I didn't see that. In it was so good. Nathan McKinnon's hands on his overtime winning goal were Incredible. Awesome. It was so cool. Yeah. Uh, and just the whole, the whole game, I, I was actually texting you guys, uh, he's so good as he scored the goal. So, just watching him though, the way he like gets the puck and just finds another gear, and just skates by everybody, it's just crazy. Does he play for the Avalanche? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'll tell I'll tell you guys what that Austin Matthews is going to be a stud. God. Like everybody on that North American team, I was impressed with. Like, Eichel looked amazing. McDavid looked amazing. Shifley looked amazing. Morgan Riley. I, I had never heard of him. Winnipeg. Winnipeg. Okay. He's a big, a big centerman. I think he's like, is he six foot six? Oh, wow. Yeah, he's like, he's huge. I don't know. I, I told you guys that was probably the most uh, entertaining and fun hockey I had watched in a long time. Was watching yeah. that team. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Johnny Goudreau is incredible. Yeah. Like wow. He won't be on. Uh, he won't be in. Uh... Uh, Team where USA. Are where are they going? South Korea, right? The Olympics. No. Seoul. Yeah. yeah, Seoul. He won't be yeah. on the team. Nah. Why? Not enough grit. Oh. <laughs> don't, uh, don't even get me going. That really worked out for us. Jeez. I think the team that we came up with, like in our texting group message, was better than the team that they iced. Yep. And Kessel and uh, Bobby Ryan both tweeted things. <laughs> Did well? Did you see the guy who uh, doesn't have legs who plays the sled hockey team said that he he said he was happy he was born without legs because his team shows more heart than the U.S. hockey team. Oh boy, that's pretty. Yeah, pretty harsh. Yeah, those are harsh words. And I guess Parise was asked about Kessel's tweet. I mean, yeah, he was. Let's be honest. Phil Kessel is a bit of a douche. Oh yeah. Well, well just can we just tweet out that picture you sent me, Will? I think we can look no further than that as to why he's not playing. Well, he's a 40-goal scorer. Yeah, he's also a 40-cheeseburger eater by the looks of that picture. Yeah, but he's also... He's fat. He's better than 95% of the U.S. team. I don't buy it. He was our leading scorer in the last Olympics. Yeah, yeah. he's washed up now, though. Come on, guys. No. Get behind yeah. it. Phil Kessel's no. washed up. He's a good I, I, he had a good I know season you. Last year. I know you hate. Washed up. 
I know you hate Kessel because of what he did to who was it again? I don't remember. John Scott. John Scott. Well, Kessel's a pussy. But they needed him. John Scott would whoop his sorry ass a hundred out of a hundred times. Well, yeah. Well, Kessel's a piece of shit. I'm glad he didn't play. I don't want to. I don't want to see him down on the red, white, and blue ever again. What about so, Bobby Ryan? I want to see the no United States. I like to see the United States win, uh, so I want Kessel. I'd rather see him win it with character. Hmm. You would fit in making the roster very well with the United <laughs> States. I wouldn't say. I'd like the roster they put together. Yeah. They didn't win it with character need, in 96. Need a I few was more. Before my hockey time. Need a few more guys like Coletta on the team, right? Well, no, was, not even no. necessarily, but. Who was, well, who's the Buffalo announcer that says you need guys like Coletta on your team? Oh, uh, he used to be a. Rob, Rob Blair? No, Andrew Peters. Andrew yeah, Peters. it was Andrew Peters. Loves a guy that plays like Coletta. We'll <laughs> defend him till the end of Earth. It's good, it's good stuff. I, yeah, like you do need those players, but you also don't need well, three not. full lines of them. Yeah. Why didn't Kessel make the team? Other than the obvious reasons that I've laid out. That's pretty much why. Yeah. Oh. You know what? Who's the coach? Tortorella? He, he... he didn't make the team, though. Oh. He had a say in it, but it was Lombardi. Yeah, it was Lombardi and Burke. Yeah. Because they built the team to beat Canada and got stomped by Canada and oh, Europe. Oh, that was, that was ugly. They couldn't even beat a team that can't verbally communicate with each other. Cause they that Canada game languages. was, um, that was like watching, that was two different levels. I mean, I turned it off after the first period because I was like, oh boy, this one's going to get ugly. I was happy to see it didn't get too much more ugly from there. They Is, did. They hit three posts, though, in that last period. Canada the last, did? U.S. No, the U.S. Oh, wow. The last, like, ten minutes, they played okay. Yeah, and they hit three posts. And though yeah. they all could have been goals, too. It wasn't, like, you know, side of the post. It was post, post. Third period, Kessel would have been gassed by that point anyway. Oh, definitely. Pussy. Definitely. But uh, before we talk too much about hockey, because I have another hockey-related thing, uh, I started listening to Ken Dryden's The Game. His book. Really? Yeah. Because uh, I signed up for that Amazon on Amazon Prime Day. They had the three months of Audible for free. As did I. Uh, so I used one of my credits for that, and I've been listening to it on the tractor. It's it's really good. Needless to say, he's a smart guy. Uh, he went to Cornell, and I think he after he retired, he he only played seven seasons. I think. Uh, and really? Won five Stanley Cups. I was gonna say because he's thought of as one of the best goalies ever. He wasn't though. And he had a really good chapter about um, why he sucked. No, about how he was the perfect goalie for that team. And he talked Uh, about something I never thought about uh, is there's a there's a difference between there's good team goalies and there's bad team goalies. Uh, There's there's goalies that play really well on bad teams uh, and there's goalies that play really well on good teams. And, you know, it's not necessarily one to one like a goalie who's good on a bad team can't necessarily go to a good team and still be a good goalie. Because he talked about how some goalies need uh, a bunch of shots against them to get, you know, get their groove. Uh, Some goalies need that extra chance to make a big save kind of thing. Yeah. Which I thought was really interesting. It's something I never thought about. And I started thinking about, like, all the, 
the bad teams and their goalies and how like a, a goalie who everybody thought was good went to a bad team and was terrible and vice versa. That's uh, like Dubnik who couldn't stay on a roster and then he started playing for Minnesota and he was lights out. Yeah. That type of thing. Yeah. Well, and that was that, that was Ken Dryden's point is, uh, you know, he, he, did, he didn't come out and say it, but basically saying I wasn't the best goalie. I was just really good for that team because that team was so good. Those teams every year were so good that, you know, he was just a solid goalie who didn't lose the game for them, uh-huh. which I thought was, was cool. But it basically chronicles his last season in the NHL, which was 78-79 uh, in their March to the Stanley Cup. But he bounces back and forth in time and uh, devotes several pages to each of the players on the team. Like Another thing I thought was really interesting, he talked about Guy Lafleur uh, uh-huh. and how he was just such a creative guy. And he talked about how he needed his alone time on the ice. Uh, and he said it's not just, oh, you know, the star player putting in the extra time. He said for in Guy Lafleur's place, uh, case, he grew up playing pond hockey and had an infinite amount of time on the ice by himself. And that's what caused him to be such a creative player. Uh, which then led him to talk about another thing I never really thought of is the move from that style of uh, kids learning to play hockey to the more structured suburban style. And he said, like, Guy Lafleur was was one of the last players who just spent all his time on the pond because when hockey moved to suburbia, all these kids who were good at hockey started playing in tournaments and Mm -hmm. uh, going to, um, whatchamacallit, Camps. Camps. And playing uh, systems and, and playing and stuff travel like that. and spending so much time on the bus and so much time with a trainer. And for all those times you're doing those other things, it's time spent not playing hockey, which is something I never thought about. You know, think of in the United States even, like, the hockey families that just spend all this time trying to get their kids to be in these tournaments, to go to training and, and all that kind of stuff. And he said yeah. it's not necessarily a bad thing. Um, it's just you just learn a different kind of hockey. It's a much more structured kind of hockey, you know. Yeah. I said uh, like Guy Lafleur being such a creative player and where that came from. Street puck. Yeah, I just thought that was really, really interesting. Is this an audio book by any chance? Yeah, that's how I'm listening to it. I'm not reading okay. it. Okay, good. I might actually get this because I want to hear more about it. Yeah, it's it's good. It's really good. Nice. I'm very impressed. He's a, he's a smart guy. Um, I want to bring up two more things. Hockey. It'll be real quick. The U.S. is losing two to one. Who cares to the, to the Czech Republic? Well, this wow, is because they're the worst team in the tournament. This is it's the toilet bowl. Yeah. And also, how do you guys feel about the tiebreaker between North America and Russia? That stinks, but I understand it. Why? Because was wasn't it always goal differential? No, the they want the head to head was tiebreaker. But the yeah. thing is, is Russia got beat by Sweden and Team North America. I don't know. I just it's, don't like it's, Russia. It's win-loss, and, and then it's head-to-head, and then it's goal differential. Yeah. I just don't like Russia. Well, me neither, but you got to have villains to make a fun tournament. I guess I'm just mad because North America outplayed Russia so bad that game, besides that 10 minutes where they scored four goals on three shots, or, or four shots. That was rough. Yeah, yeah it was. But that's why I'm mad. That's why Corey Schneider should have been in that. You mean oh. John Gibson? John Gibson, yeah. Sorry, wrong team. <laughs> that's another debate. Corey Schneider should have been in goal. Yeah. But that's all I wanted to bring up. Okay. 
Uh, Eric and I started the big fruity Hearthstone extravaganza. Yeah. In which we played several games of Hearthstone. Where we played five five matches. Uh, five matches in the one against each other. Oh yes. Which we did because I had a, a quest. Uh, the video will be on YouTube probably by the time you hear it because I'm going to list it publicly as soon as we finish recording here. So mm-hmm. check it out. Uh, all it is is like me walking through Eric, walking through Hearthstone with Eric, who expressed an interest in wanting to devote a little more time to it. So that's all it is. Uh, we talked about some basic mechanics and, and plays and stuff like that. So what deck did you use, Eric? It was like a ramp druid. Uh, I don't know what ramp means, but yeah. <laughs> uh, you told me it was you wanted me to get some early taunt cards out there, mm-hmm. which didn't really work. Slow them down. No, I, I don't think we had enough. Uh, I think we need to balance the deck out a little bit because yeah. I kept getting a lot of uh, high mana cards right off the, the jump, which is the opposite of what we were going for. Yep. So the Eric doesn't have many cards. Um, he doesn't have. You only have. There's only a few classes you only. Yes you have some of the cards for, right? Most of them you don't have any? All but, all but two. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, it's just a matter of, of getting better cards. Because uh, he won the first game. This is kind of what we played. He won the first game, but after that, he just had he just got out-decked. You know, everybody just had better cards. Uh, but I still had fun. Talking oh, about yeah, Hearthstone so did I. Playing Hearthstone, so. Yeah, it was a good time. I, I look forward to, uh, to doing that again. Yeah, we hope to make it a more regular thing. Uh, we bring fruit, and then we play Hearthstone. That's the big fruity Hearthstone extravaganza. Yeah. kind of fruit did you bring, Corey? I brought... Oh, I'm not going to spoil it. you got to yeah. watch it. Oh, okay. I want to watch right. it. you got to check it out. Uh, and the only other thing I wanted to mention is that I finally signed up for Humble Monthly. Oh, okay. After, Grim Dawn. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure why. It was kind of an impulse buy, and I shouldn't have done it, but I did. I just think it'll be nice to have... Because I always miss out on like the games with gold and the PS plus free games and stuff like that. Like it'd just be nice to have a monthly delivery of free games. Yeah. Humble monthly bundle. I've done two of them. I got Mad Max, the Mad Max bundle and then the the Soma bundle. Yeah. So how much does that cost? It's $12 a month. month. I almost did the yearly, uh, but they don't let you pay by the month. You have to pay up front. Yeah. Which kind of sucked, oh, okay. and it was like 130 bucks or something like that. And I didn't, yeah, I didn't want to do that up front. So I just did the twelve dollars a month. And even if you pay by the year, you only save eleven dollars in a year. And I'm like, that's an extra buck a month. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not concerned with that. So I didn't bother. Uh-huh. Uh, but Grim Dawn's in this one. I get all the games October seventh, I think. So we'll see what else is in it. But they, you immediately unlock Grim Dawn, which is a game yeah. I really liked. Uh, but I already have it, so maybe we'll do a giveaway for that at some point. I I'll only subscribe to it if I let if I want the game that's the immediate unlock. So, but it's a it's a nice it, like you said, Corey. It's a nice surprise. Yeah, you know, it's uh, like a mystery bag every month. Yep. Delivered to your doorstep. Uh-huh. That's it for me. Okay, what do you got, Will? Uh, I did some stuff, but I can't remember what any of it was. I've honestly been just doing schoolwork and work work, like, just about every day. Um, uh, the United States just tied it up. Um, I don't know. I'm really bad at math. Because so, I have potential to get a 4.0 this semester, but that math class is just going to be 
I don't know. I have to put in effort. Office hours, Will. Okay, so basically what my problem with math is, is I haven't taken a math course since 11th grade in high school. That was four years ago for me at this point. So, like, I don't remember any of that stuff. And because I'm stubborn, all the preceding math courses don't count towards, like, me graduating. So it's basically like me taking a free class for no reason. And I wasn't going to do that. So, of course, I'm going to take the class that I need to graduate. But I don't have that math foundation because it's been so long. Get a tutor. I'm actually going to. Um, my math teacher is pretty good for the math test. He gave us, like, how many questions there are, what type of questions. And then he gave us, like, an assignment to do over the weekend saying what problems to do. That'll make sure. He said it'll immensely help you on the the exam for exam one. But, like, I sit there in that math class, and I kid you not, I am probably the dumbest person in there. Nice. Because, like, he'll put a problem up on the board, and everybody will know, like, how to start it at least, and I just have literally no clue. And you skipped today? Uh, yesterday. Yesterday. So that's... It, was, it was just going over uh, the exam. Like, oh, yeah, not... that, that wouldn't help at all. No, 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 not, like, saying what kind of problems are on there. Oh, okay. Whatnot. So, like, I already knew that because I got the sheet before. Yeah, definitely get a tutor. Don't don't mess around with it. Maybe you'll get lucky and you'll get a, a cute lady and you'll fall in love and make babies and get married. And I just I just want a bee. <laughs> he doesn't want it. He wants a bee. Okay. Well. I honestly would be happy with a C if well. all my other classes are an A. Get a tutor and go to office hours. I'm going to. Uh, I'd. The only the only problem for this test is I have a chemistry test and an astronomy test on Monday, Tuesday. So I have three tests that I got to do. So just blow days. off the math one. No, I'm not going to. <laughs> I'm going to study. This is why I don't talk about school. <laughs> I just don't want you to end up like me, Will. That's all. You 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 went through college, though. Yeah, but still. I want. <laughs> I'm thinking about buying myself a recorder like you and putting it in my class, <laughs> my class, and taking a nap. There you go. Nap, <laughs> nap in the lounge. Listen to it on your own time. Because I re- I remember when I used to visit you in Ithaca, you had that, and I was like, oh, what do you use it for? Yeah, it's going to school. <laughs> use it for class. Um, trying to think. Of, I know I did something, but I can't, or had something to talk about, but I can't remember it. So I'm done. Okay. What do you got, Eric? Uh, not too awful much, Dan. I, I, it's more what I'm going to be doing, I guess, this weekend. I'm going back up to New York for a wedding. Um, in the world of audiobooks, Corey, since you brought that up, I'm uh, I'm excited about the audiobook that we're going to listen to on the ride up. It is Norm MacDonald's new book for the Ford by Louis C.K. Uh, right. about Norm MacDonald's life story. That can only be fantastic. Um. Let's see. Oh, I took advantage of the um, iPhone trade-in. So through AT&T, if you trade in your iPhone 6 or up, um, I don't know what the prices are for iPhones like 6S or 6 Plus. Are. I have a, an iPhone 6. Um, so you basically you get $650 credit towards an iPhone 7, which that covers the cost of a base model iPhone 7. Uh, I did go the next one up to get more storage, so I got the 128-gig iPhone 7, um, which will be like 4 bucks a month. But it wouldn't have cost anything if I got the 32 gigs, so 
Four Better bucks a month? Yeah. How does that work? Just trade it in. Wow. <laughs> He's paying the difference off over the course of That's crazy. Two, two years. years. That is crazy. Yeah. Yeah, basically you just have to re-up for a two-year contract like they used to do. Interesting. Um, yeah, cause, I mean, I was I was sitting there with the guy, and even my wife, who's like the biggest penny pincher on the face of the planet, she's sitting there with me, and I had to talk her into letting me do this. And she's she goes, God, I wonder if I should do this too. And the guy goes, I mean, is your phone paid off? And she goes, yeah. And he goes, you literally have no reason not to. You're getting a phone for free. You just have to pay the tax. That's it. Wow. So, hmm. yeah. They usually look, try to screw you. I know. Like, there, literally, there was no catch, nothing. He, he goes, I have never – she asked him. She goes – She's like, my thing with this is I told him that you guys have deals like this all the time. And he goes, I've never seen us just give a new phone away for free. Really? So, I don't know what that says about the iPhone 7 or AT&T or I don't know, whatever. Hmm. But I took advantage of it, damn it. Yeah. I think all, all the carriers were doing their own version. Yeah, I don't know how they differ, but... Yeah. So, I thought about going with the Plus, but uh, I, I opted to go for more storage than size um so that should be here tuesday or wednesday next week nice yeah did you buy the airpods i was just gonna ask now what's this the wireless earbuds i thought it came with them no it comes with lightning plug-in headphones with the dongle yeah does it come with the dongle yes yeah, he does. told me it does oh. um how much are the the wireless i think they're 80 yeah 80 Jesus. And Fuck no, I didn't. You know what? I would lose them like that. <laughs> I rarely ever listen to anything in headphones. So <laughs> Somebody posted a uh, funny picture the other day. I can't remember where, but it was uh, when an ATM is more technologically advanced than the iPhone. And it says, like, insert headphone here for deaf people. I don't know if that was funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So the headphone thing wasn't really a big deal for me, but I had I, my experience at AT and T was really good. I always like to point that out when I have a good experience yeah. somewhere like that. The guy was great. Uh, his wife was actually from Elmira, so he knew where well, I was from, and it doesn't happen that car. often either. No, no, but he wasn't pushy at all. Like even my wife was saying how the guy wasn't interested in small talk, which is perfect because yeah. neither am I. Sure. So it was good. Nice. Um. I think that's pretty much it. Uh, long trip tomorrow. Eight hours ahead of us. Huh. We got Norm McDonald to guide us. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Uh, just me left, right? Go for it, Dan. Yeah. Okay. Uh, two two things. Uh, first, one of my twins came home yesterday. So, yeah. I'm actually sitting in the nursery with him right now. He's starting to wake up, so. Has uh, he been very judgmental of his home? No. <laughs> uh, he's mostly slept and ate. That's pretty much it. So Good boy. Um, yeah, during break, I'm going to give him a bottle and put him back to sleep. But, uh, yeah, it's been a, it's been a whirlwind, whirlwind here because we obviously had nothing ready. So, um, yeah, he's home. The other one is going to be coming home hopefully within the next week or so. Um, he still has some growing to do before before they let him come home. So, uh, but healthy, so that's good. good. Yeah, it's, as long as everything's good. 
Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's a, it's a little weird, like I said, to be recording up here for one thing and not being able to hear my own voice through the headphones. So it's very strange. But uh, and then the only thing I had to talk about was uh, illness I had over the weekend. So you know, I was kind of getting sick during last week's podcast, uh, and I woke up on Saturday morning. Uh, felt okay for a little bit, but then soon realized that I would not be able to be upright at all on Saturday. So I laid on the floor and slept like pretty much in and out all day. And, uh, oh, he's waking up. Uh, slept in and out all day. I couldn't be on my feet for more than like five minutes without barfing. So Man, that sickness has moved, been moving through. Like I got it. I started it at like at Wegmans and got everybody sick. Okay. So you might have, you honestly could have gotten it from me. Zika. Maybe. I wondered if I had a migraine though. Um, Cause I had the head pain of like a severe migraine. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I said, whenever I was upright, I would, I would get nauseous and, and sick. Um, but then when I woke up on Saturday, it was completely gone. I was back to almost a hundred percent. It was very, very strange, but uh, I'd rather have my illnesses be that. You know the uh, one one day of of bad and then and then gone. Then uh, earlier in the year when I was sick for like a whole month, it wasn't super sick, but sick enough for for a month. You know. Yeah. So. Yeah, like I had it for one day too. So. Yeah, yeah, it was per it was perfect. I mean, it sucked because you know after those first few times throwing up, then it was uh, dry heaves that would curl curl your toes you know you feel like yeah. you're gonna throw your brains up out of your out of your mouth yeah i couldn't keep any food like i took medicine yeah. and my body just violently rejected it yeah and like um, food i couldn't eat soup like i couldn't drink water i could yeah i couldn't drink water either and everything came back up so gallbladder right. I, so. I can tell you all about that daniel <laughs> i hope that's not what it was were you able to drink water when you were having issues eric yeah, I uh, I had two really bad gallbladder attacks. I don't know what set off the first one. Um, that was a really long one, pretty much lasted all night, uh-huh. where I was just in the fetal position. Uh-huh. Uh, the second one was really quick and violent after I ate pork chops. Uh-huh. I immediately went outside, heaved it up, and just felt like death. Uh-huh. Um, but it didn't last as long. It only lasted like 30 minutes. Oh, that's good. But yeah, it wasn't. I don't. I so I don't really know. I think the pork chops set it off, but uh, I don't know. Uh, I don't remember water being an issue. Yeah. Of course, I don't drink much water. Right. Because I'm unhealthy. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, I mean, I only got nauseous when I was upright. When I was laying down, I was fine. Yeah, I mean, so. my my natural instinct when I would have an attack was to lay right down. Like yeah. there was a time when I had a minor one at work. Uh-huh. And I laid in the in a cooler at work on one of the shelves uh-huh. for a while. Um, Made you feel better? Because the pain, even though your gallbladder is in the front right, it, it radiates through your back too, so you'll oh, have back yeah. pain. Yeah, I didn't have any of that. Yeah. Just, a, just a headache. Yeah. Where is it? Right under your, your rib? Yeah. I think so. Hmm. Huh. Yeah, because okay. I sit like... You know, the once a year I play basketball or something like that, I can still feel, like the day day after when you're a little sore, mm-hmm. uh-huh. I can still feel where the surgery was. Huh. Phantom pain. 
Yeah, it's weird. Phantom organ pain. Yeah. <laughs> it's really strange. Okay. Well, uh, we'll take a quick break and be back with uh, what we played and feedback in just a moment. Welcome back, everybody. Episode 270 of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. We are now in what we played. Corey, I'm going to start with you. What do you got? I just played two games. I played about 30 minutes of a game called Learn Japanese to Survive. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure how I found it. I can't remember, but uh, Japanese learning Japanese is something I've wanted to do for a while, and I actually did the uh, Rosetta Stone for a while, but it was hard for me to stay focused on that for whatever reason. I don't know. It just didn't work for me because Japanese is such a weird language in that it uses... Not, re- Go ahead. Uh, not just that, but it, I mean, it's not something you would use really, you know, so... Right. It's hard to stay focused on it if it's just something you're learning to it's, learn. Yeah, yeah, that's a big part of it. But, like, Japanese, for English speakers, Japanese is a really hard language to learn. Yeah. Uh, and a lot of the issue are the characters. Japan, J- Japanese has three different characters, hiragana, katakana, and kanji. And they're all different. Uh, and the way Rosetta Stone works is it just kind of does words and phrases, and that's how you learn. But that just didn't work for me for whatever reason, and I think part of the problem is that it doesn't like start with the basics. So I was I was memorizing without understanding, mm-hmm. uh, which doesn't work for me in my brain. I don't know. Uh, so I found this game, and it teaches you the hiragana language, which is like the building blocks of of the Japanese language. And it's it's it plays like an RPG maker kind of game, like very straightforward and basic RPG kind of stuff. Uh, but the way you fight is the enemies on screen are in the shape of hiragana characters, and you have to say which character it is. That's your attack Mm -hmm. by choosing the corresponding character. And if you're wrong, you do zero damage. If you're right, you do some damage. Uh, And so far, I've learned the first five short vowels, A, E, I, O, and U, uh, and they're pronounced... How are they pronounced? A, E is... No, I is E. It's like A, E, O, U. A, E, O, and U. A, E, O, something like that. doesn't matter. <laughs> but that's what I learned in the, in the first uh, half hour of the game, are the five, first five short vowels in the, the hiragana language. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, you're just this, this character in this village that gets attacked by the, the hiragana ninjas or something like that, they're called. And the way you fight back is by going out in the world and, and using their language against them. The music's great, but other than that, there's really not much to talk about with the game. Um, okay. That's it. But I enjoyed it. Uh-huh. And I think it'll be helpful in learning Japanese. The other thing I played is the Turing Test, a game that is definitely inspired by Portal. Uh, the setup for it, you wake up, an AI robot is waking you up on a spaceship orbiting Europa and you head down into Europa to discover what happened to the crew that was down on the planet conducting experiments Uh, they're not immediately available and you have to go through the Turing test which is the test that determines whether something is a human or a robot uh, to reach the crew that is far underground. At least that's what you think at the start. I don't know what happens later on. I only played like an hour of it. Uh, but it's definitely Portal-inspired. Talos Principle, uh, 
is very similar to. You are it's first person. You're you have a little gun that you shoot at electrical blocks, and you're basically moving electrical blocks from one terminal to another to open doors to get through the next challenge. Uh, and that's all it is. It's it's like one challenge room after the other, just like Portal. Mm-hmm. So I, I definitely appreciate the the Europa aspect of it. It takes place in like 2240 something, I think, uh, is the date. Um, but I like that it kind of exists in the real world, and it's fun to to be on Europa. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know that's just cool. Okay. So that's all there is for that. It was weird though when I installed it. I had to do, uh, you know, how it does like inst- or opening for the first time when you install a game on Steam. Are doing like initial setup. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yep. yep. Yeah. I had to install some weird like Unreal Engine 4 prereq install. Huh. I don't know. It was weird. Has have you oh. guys ever come across that? Just a virus. No. All right. That's what I was worried about. But it was all through Steam, so I don't know. That huh. must be all right then. Yeah, I guess. I just had never seen that before. Yeah, but, just a virus. Uh, it seems. I don't know. I, I cruised through all the puzzles. I didn't get caught up at all, and I'm already past the first chapter. And like I said, I only played like an hour of it. So I don't know. I think it's relatively short. And I know people yeah. weren't crazy I... about it, so I don't know if the difficulty was part of the problem people had or what. Yeah. I heard it was like five, six hours or something like that. Okay. But, I mean, it checks all the boxes for me. Science fiction, puzzle. It's all good stuff for me. Uh-huh. And that's, okay. all. that's all I played. All right. What do you got, Will? Um, I've been playing Madden. I'm in a connected season with uh, Eric and Jeff, who's been talked about many times on this podcast. I'm, uh-huh. So, like, about every couple of days, like, I play my new my new season game. I'm playing as the Titans because uh, I love Marcus Mariota. So I said whatever team he went to in the NFL, I was going to follow and root for so he's a, t- a Tennessee Titan. What if it was like the Cowboys or something? I actually said I wouldn't root for the Cowboys or Jets if he went oh, there. Okay. Um, and the Jets was a very real possibility at one point. Yeah. But luckily Tennessee got him because they're in the other uh, conference. So I'm fine with rooting for them and the Giants. Too. Uh-huh. Uh, the Titans? <laughs> I don't know if it's like the, the how the game is now. But, like, I get very little time to throw the ball. And I'm pretty horrible at running the ball, too. I'm passing 95% of my downs anyway. So, I don't know. Um, And Eric and I were talking about this when you guys weren't here. Because of the little time to get to throw the ball, you, you know, try to get rid of it quickly. And the AI in that game is really good. And they just pick off the pass so easily. So you really do have to be careful where you're throwing it. Um, and I've skipped a couple Madden, so I don't know if it's been like that in other games. Eric would be able to uh, attest to that better. Um, but basically how I do my games is because I don't feel like pl- like sitting there for 40 minutes playing a game. I do that uh, moments mode that Eric talked about when he first played the game, which is whenever there's a big moment, like, say, it's third down or whatever, or if you need to score on this drive, they have you play the drive. Like, you'll you'll play that moment. Um, and that's generally what I do. And I'm usually playing from behind when I take over the game in the fourth quarter. So, like, that's generally when I play the most of it, which is kind of cool because then you don't have to play, like, first quarter, like, defense, where in, which could be pretty boring, in my opinion. 
Uh, but I am one and two, unfortunately, because I simmed most of my first two games, and I lost in overtime in the first one uh, because I didn't feel like playing defense, and they ended up scoring on their first drive or second drive maybe. And that's what I've been doing. Nice. It's kind of it's fun. I enjoy doing the connected uh, GMs, and I want to do it do it with NHL with people because oh. I think that would be more fun. But what about Shell? Oh my God, I would. If you got, I really think you should do the PlayStation. I don't how, know. Often, how often do you play your Wii? Never. I haven't played it in months. At you're just gonna months. get it. You're just gonna get an NX anyway at some point. Yeah, but I kind of want to save that trade in for that. Or a video card for my computer. Hmm. I would say... I don't know. That's a tough decision because I per- like I personally want you to get a PlayStation 4. Yeah. Um, because then you'll be able to play Final Fantasy 15. Not that I'm opposed to letting you borrow my PlayStation, by the way. I heard you guys talk about that last week. I'm fine because at that point I'll be doing finals anyway, so I shouldn't be playing a lot of Final Fantasy. Um, but and I think then I also have to buy Final Fantasy, so I'm gonna buy it. Me and Eric are gonna split it. So that's that was one of the games that we both decided on oh, uh, splitting. Final Fantasy. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was like one of the six games that we we both agreed on. So I don't need to buy it. Yeah, you wouldn't. You could literally just take my PlayStation for that month. Nice. Yeah, that so, sounds alright. Yeah. All right, get a video card then. Because uh, who knows with the NX, like when that one, we'll see anything. Yeah. Or what it'll cost. Yeah, or what it even is. We might hate it. No, we'll love it. You're right. <laughs> Out of everybody on the podcast, who's going to hate the NX the most? You. Me? Yeah. I think it's really? You. I think it's you, yeah. <laughs> why, why do you say that? I don't just, I just never, I don't envision you ever using it. Like, especially if if, if uh, it is what we think it is, especially the portable aspect of it. I don't envision you taking it anywhere and using it. Yeah, because, like, my 3DS, and as much as I play Pokemon on it, I don't take it anywhere. Yeah, you, you, you don't want to be seen with it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's just how it is. Yeah, no, I mean, not that I'm embarrassed to be seen with it, but, like... You have a persona, and you don't want to... Yeah, I lift weights and get chicks. Like, yeah. I can't know that I'm playing Pokemon X in my car. <laughs> but, Will, if you own it, that's sexier than not letting anybody see it. You just have to own it. Just be like, yeah, I, it's... yeah, it's Pokemon, baby. You want to play? To be honest, actually, in the produce department at work, uh, 95% of our conversations the last two months have revolved around Pokemon, like we're all like I'm playing. I'll get into it a little bit. I'm playing X and Y right now. One of my friends is playing Gold. Another one's playing Pearl. Um, one's playing uh, Blue version. Like everybody's, there's five or six different people all playing different versions of Pokemon. I miss that. And we're like talking about like what we just caught and stuff like that. And and it's 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 really cool because everybody is a huge nerd in the department and because we out, we outweigh everybody. We all own it together. Yeah. But when I'm at school, I'm not going to own it <laughs> where I know nobody. Right. Um, 
Anyway, the next thing I played is I've been playing a little bit of NHL 17. I haven't played a ton. My only complaint with that game is the goaltending is god awful. I don't know if you've heard anything about that, Corey or Dan. No, just what no. you or Eric mentioned a couple weeks ago. There, I played a game with my friend, and of course I outplayed my friend by a lot, but my goalie gave up like four goals in the third period on wrist shots from the blue line. Like, the goals that should not be going in, like it'll hit my goalie in the the shoulder and like he'll panic and just hit it in with his stick like that. And it's like... Glitch goals, huh? It's glitch goals, and it really makes me mad and they don't even make an attempt to like put the glove to try and save it like if it's over their shoulder they just kind of just let it go i've uh i've heard that uh not just from you guys too that the the goaltending is awful so it's infuriating because don't you think that's a hard thing to program though oh i'm sure it's really hard to program yeah because like you know programming a mistake or being out in bad positioning you know, I don't know. It just seems like I, a hard thing. I would rather lose a game one nothing than 6-5 every time. Yeah. It's just like, because I don't feel like goals are ever earned anymore. Like, everything just kind of slides in. Yeah, that's no fun. I would rather the goals, the goalies not, they don't program like them doing the, the uh, making a mistake. I'd rather the goalies just be perfect and like you actually legitimately beat them instead of arbitrarily deciding like, oh, this one you fired from half ice is gonna go in this time. Right. There's literally no because NHL goalies don't do that ever. Yeah. I mean, it happens. See, it once every like ten years something like it, that'll happen. It, it just happened to Steve Mason in the playoffs. Yeah. Like, like it does happen, but like it happens way too like at least once or twice a game. Like we all like stop and be like that shouldn't have gone in like and we're all like we play our each other like my friends and we all get really competitive with it so like and there's a lot of trash talk so when you lose because of that it's so frustrating that is frustrating i I, i've always felt like nhl though just comes down to who knows uh the glitch goals better than the other person yep they were pretty good about that like the last two or three games Uh, i didn't feel like there was as many glitch goals but sounds like they're kind of back to their old tricks. Uh, last game, I don't know. Because I play my one friend a lot, I never play NHL 16, but he played every day. And he swears to me he didn't figure something out, but literally like 50% of his shots were going in. Uh, and it was generally the same kind of goal that he was scoring. That's frustrating. Um, and it's sort of happening again this game. But that's just because the goaltending is bad. I thought the goaltending was a lot better, like save-wise. Mm-hmm. And, like, when you control the goalies, like, it feels like you're controlling a sandbag. <laughs> like, it doesn't move right. That's, yeah, that's frustrating. It's just, like, they, wa- like, get the puck and it's on their stick. Instead of skating, they, like, waddle with it really slowly. <laughs> and, um, it, I don't know. And it sucks because I love NHL. It's probably one of the only games that I'm going to be playing a lot of right now because like i don't have time to sit down and play through the rest of valkyria chronicles or whatever or like how dare my, you yeah like i want to play it but i won't really have an opportunity um so i'll be playing a lot of it i did start my hockey ultimate team though any which, luck what'd you get so my first set of players my best players were jt miller probably um 
Antiranta and like Brian Campbell. Okay. Were probably my best players. Um, I also got Oscar Lindbergh. Uh, yeah, Antoine three Roussel. Rangers, huh? Yeah, I picked them as my favorite team, and they try to give you. Wait, Lindbergh's not a Ranger anymore, is he? Yeah, he is. He's hurt, he is. though, right now. Oh, okay. So, like, I got all those guys, and, like, Lindbergh and Miller are on my top line because they had synergy. Yeah. Um, But now I've got, like, Logan Couture, Travis Hamanick, uh, Devin Dubnik. I'm trying to think of who else. Ryan Spooner. I actually have a pretty decent team. I'm actually pretty pleased. But the thing that I hate about it is I'm playing ECHL teams because that's how they do the divisions when you're playing offline mode because I haven't went online. And for whatever reason, these ECHL teams are blowing by my NHL players. Well, yeah. And I'm like, Logan Couture is not getting beat by... Bob Zemeckis. By Bob Zemeckis. Or <laughs> Travis Hamanick, who is a top two defenseman, is not getting blown by, like, yeah, whoever. Like, I, it blows my mind. And it's like, I'm winning, like, one nothing, and their goalie is just making incredible saves. And I'm like, what is this? That's frustrating. Because here I am complaining about how goaltending is when I'm playing with my friends, but then they're, like, legends when I'm playing offline. Like, I don't. I don't what know. What about, like, overall package-wise? I've heard that this NHL is pretty good. Do you feel yep. that way? Okay. I actually I actually love the game. Uh, I'm only talking about my complaints because I like to complain about NHL, and it's what I've been doing for six years at this point. Well, in any of these sports games, like, what is there to talk about other than your complaints? Because it's the same thing every year. Exactly. Um, oh, like, overall, like, I think the gameplay is really, really good. The... Uh, stick lifting is non-existent at this point. It doesn't really do much. Poke checking is the best way to play defense. Oh, yeah. I never stick lifted anyway. And that's how it's... I always won all the time. Penalty yeah, button. Yeah, as I was say, I always got high sticking penalties when I would stick lift. Uh-huh. See, it used to be really effective like in the last game. But like in this one, you you I very rarely see a stick lift happen. The best way to use it now uh, is now when you're doing it, when you don't have the puck, you lift the other player's stick and hold it. So, like, you can do that when you see a pass that's going to come through. So, like, you just lift their stick and hold it up so the pass goes by and they don't get it, um, which is new. But poke checking is, like, now really effective. And sometimes, you know, when you'd be poke checking the puck in the past games and they just wouldn't lose it. Yeah. They lose it generally that's, um, most that's of good. the time. I think as long as you be. have your, like, as long as you're aiming in pretty close to the right direction, you should yeah. hit it. Yeah. And that's honestly what it feels like. Yeah. Um, and I do like how players like Johnny Goudreau, uh, I've been playing with the Flames, because we do the randomizing that you guys used to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, you get two randoms, then you get one more, but you have to play as that team. Oh, man. Yeah, we do we do that now, and like I've been getting the Flames a lot. And players like Johnny Goudreau actually feel like you're, what Johnny Goudreau plays and like does in actual games. He feels really shifty, and like you can deke really well with him. But like if you get Lance Boma... He's not going to be deking around everybody, and it's just like it's just like it. You can actually tell the difference between players. Yeah, and it's weird because the overalls in the game are not. Basically, your fourth line player is like an eighty overall. That's like frustrating. Johnny, That's weird. Johnny, yeah, Johnny Goudreau is like an eighty-six, so there's not that much of an overall difference. Is that because they factor in like minor league stuff? Yeah, it has to be. 
Because, like, the, the AHL players are generally in the sevens. Like, Daniel Warvoski, Warvoski or whatever, mm-hmm. for the Penguins is, like, a 79 overall. And he's, like, a, a third-pairing defenseman or, like, a scratch. And Connor McDavid's only an 88. Wow. That's just, he's just children. <laughs> I think the highest is Crosby at, like, 92. That makes sense. Um, which is weird because you look at Madden, there's actual like a huge discrepancy between your backup running backs and like your starting running backs. Yeah, like a huge. I so I'm really I don't know why the ratings are the way that they are, but the I mean that's it. You guys have any questions about NHL? No, I wanna. I really want to play. I wish I could just play it every day. You know, I would do my usual. Uh, I would play three matches. In, uh, no, how would I do it? I would play until I had two losses, I think, was my, my rule of thumb. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's play when you're home. I would love to, definitely. Uh, I will definitely play. And Rock I Band. W- I wish they would Rock release Band? it. Yeah, I still have Rock Band. Nice. I wish they'd release it on PC. I'm surprised that they don't. There's been talks about it. I've, I've, uh, I've I actually Googled it last night. I think, and uh, the developers themselves have said it all depends on demand. And right. until they see the demand, there's no reason for it. Yeah. So. Huh. Well, the the problem is, is there isn't a hockey game like that on PC at all. No, there no. isn't. Right. There's the management sims. It's the same. I mean, there's a couple of, like football games. Not nothing great, but if it, there's base oh baseball games. If they put it on Steam, forget it. Like that's all I'd do. Yeah, it would be on Origin, but right, yeah. It I love hockey so much, and I wish that it was on. There was a, something I could do with it on Steam. Maybe but, I'll post on the hockey subreddit and like drum up support for it. Yeah, they people have done that. Yeah, there's been yeah. It's usually on the the hockey subreddit that like people. Basically, that's the only place where, well, obviously, it's, like, the only place that anybody has ever expressed any interest. Because I have seen threads like that. But, like, other than that, like, it'll get, like, 100, like, petition signatures, and that'll be it. Oh, God, that's not good enough. You need, like, 10,000. Yeah. That's how much it takes to get the White House to respond. <laughs> Could you imagine to them responding to a petition to get NHL on PC? Yeah, that's nutty. <laughs> We think that this is a very interesting blah, blah, blah petition. We think that this is a very good waste of time. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for your I, efforts. <laughs> I wouldn't want them to say that about hockey. No, 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 no. It's the best sport. It's the greatest sport on earth. I've said that it's got elements of the most popular American sport and the most popular worldwide sport, but yet it's not more popular. You gotta, you gotta uh, listen to that Ken Dryden book, Will. I think you'd really enjoy it. I think I am. I, how much is it on? Oh, you use a credit. Audible right? credit, yeah. But he talks about like the Broad Street Bullies. You know, it's just that time, like the the best time for hockey. That's what Jeff Merrick. He always talks about hockey late, during that late seventies. Just fantastic. Because it was so brutal. Oh yeah. yeah. I think you talked me into getting it. Good. I actually, the only reason I got it was a long time ago. I saved it in my bookmarks. It was uh, an Ask Men. 
post on the Ask Men website, like the top 10 books you need to read before you're 30. Mm-hmm. And I'm coming up on that. I've got a, a handful of months until I'm 30. Um, Which is crazy. Yeah, so I, I revisited that list, and that was one of the books on there. And I'm like, yeah, hockey? Come on. I have to do this. So Really? Yeah. See, because, like, I, uh, I'm running out of music to listen to on my way to Broome because I drive there every day. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's an, that's over an hour there and back. So, like, in the hockey podcast, are, like, the main things I listen to. But American Wachinski doesn't do it often enough. And Steve Dangle only does twice a week. And, like, other than that, like, Junior hasn't started up yet. And there's no other hockey podcast, really. Well, there's puck podcasts, but they're kind of boring sometimes. And there's not – the season hasn't started. So, like, I don't much care for their – off-season banter well, as i do puck podcast is doing their previews right now divisional previews oh, are they yeah maybe i'll download those then because i do i am interested when people preview divisions regardless of how much because like i listen to the steve dangle and i vehemently agree with them on a lot sometimes yeah. but they're so entertaining that i don't care yep i'm with you um i'll cut the hockey talk now but I've been playing Pokemon X and Y, Corey, since I got my 3DS back. Oh, did you play Pokemon Red and Blue? Have I ever played them? Yeah. Yeah, I've played through both of them. Oh, so why, I was, why are you playing X and Y? Um, because I've told you how important the 3D is. Aren't they that. just remasters of <laughs> Pokemon Red and Blue? No, that's Leaf Green and Fire Red, Corey, are the remasters. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. I don't understand your Pokemon dislike. I, I I always liked Pokemon until I played X and Y, and I'm like, oh, this is just red and blue, that, but it looks nicer, and there's roller skates. That's it. <laughs> That's the only difference I, mean, I can decipher. I mean, I do, like, for somebody who's not that into into it, I can, I can see why you wouldn't want to play it. Yeah. But somebody who's into it, there is, like, I think XY did a lot. That game was more, like, technically groundbreaking for Pokemon than, like, gameplay. You Uh know what I mean? Right. Because, in my opinion, like I said earlier, I can't really go back. I have to, it takes me time to get used to how the battling used to be and how, like, they used to move. So. I don't know. It's just that idea of, oh, collecting all these Pokemon again. In not a different manner at all. Like, just the same method. Well, do you know what helps me with that? What? I'm watching the Pokemon X and Y anime right now, and I'm on episode, like, season two, episode 20-something. So, like, I see the Pokemon that they caught, and I'm like, heck yeah, Bunnelby. And I catch it, because I'm like, Clement has that Pokemon. I want to catch it, too. And, like, I'm catching everything. Yikes, Will. All right. I did tell you guys that if I were to live in one video game world, it would probably be Pokemon. Yeah, you did. And then you guys made fun of me for saying the Star Trek universe. Who made fun of you? Probably me. I think it was Will. (laughs) That's probably just being a jerk. I was going to say, it wasn't me. Star Trek's great. There's a fight at the end of this U.S. game. That's that's all that I played, by the way. Okay. Um, the only thing I was able to play was some more Halcyon 6. I probably put in another five to six hours. And, uh, the primary thing I wanted to address was, um, one of, one of all of our complaints last time was the resource collecting. 
uh, which is solved in like the, I don't know if it's the middle part or the last end part of the game, mm-hmm. uh, the colonies start sending convoy ships with resources in them to your star base so you don't have to go around and, and collect them all, which is nice. Uh, okay, that that's interesting to me because it makes me wonder like what other systems are exist later on in the game that yeah. I just didn't get to. Sure. Are there more? Uh, there's more more races. Um, nothing that I've come across yet. That's the main one. Okay. Uh, but you have to be careful because, uh, like it, you know, your you know how your base got attacked by raiders or whatever or pirates. Yeah. You got to be careful because when when you have raiders or pirates stationed outside your base, uh, the convoys get destroyed by them. Okay. So you always have to make sure your base is cleaned off. I kind of wish, though, um, that that the idea that that could happen down the line, uh, you you knew that that could happen down the line, like maybe yeah. a tech tree or something like that, that you could see, yeah. oh, uh, I can automate this annoying process. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, there's a story bit in it that kind of explained why um, something that happens at the end, like at the end of, I guess, it's the first act must be, or end of the second act, whatever, uh, that after you defeat this alien menace, it open, reopens the, the trade routes. Uh-huh. The part of the reason the trade routes were disrupted, which is why you had to physically go and collect the resources. Is that the, the what are they called, the cruel? Yeah, cruel, yeah. Oh, so that you, defeating them is not the end of the... No, de- I mean, defeating them at, at your... Uh, I guess they they send a ship to attack your planet called the Chimera, and after you defeat that, it kind of temporarily curbs the alien menace. Okay. And like I said, allows the trade routes to reopen, um, but they're they're not actually like defeated. Gotcha. So. Okay. Yeah. What do you think? You're gonna play more? Oh, I've been playing it. Yeah, I okay. play it whenever I can. It's it's an easy game to to get into. Like. It's one of those ones that if if I have like half an hour to play some games, it's an easy one to just fire up and play for half an hour. That's what you know? that's what's bizarre to me though, because like a game like Stellaris came out this year as well. Yeah, and like I prefer a hundred times over playing Halcyon Six over a game like Stellaris. Yeah, uh, and I keep saying all I want is depth, but a game like Stellaris has it, and Halcyon Six doesn't. Right but I'm still choosing Halcyon 6, so maybe I don't really know what I want. Yeah. I don't know. I was, I had very uh, mixed signals about what you and Eric thought about Halcyon 6 when I was listening. Yeah. Because Eric said he wanted to play more Uh of the game, uh, and that says a lot about the game. Yeah. But then at the end, he said he didn't like it. Yeah. And you... You said sort of the same thing. Yeah, I'm kind of in the same boat. Like, uh, it's it's playable and it's enjoyable, but it's not meaty. Was my sort of mm-hmm. overall thought. I don't know. I haven't played it yet, so I can't attest to. It. I didn't feel yeah. like there was enough interesting decisions to be made along the way to uh, sustain me personally even though I thought the formula was, was great, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's all. Okay. That's all I played. 
Busy man, else. Dan. Busy man. I know. When are you going to resume got... your uh, late night gameplay sessions? Uh, probably once both the twins are home. Nice. <laughs> it's, it's hard now because she still goes in six times a day to feed the, the little one that's still in the hospital. Uh-huh. Uh, so, you know, I take care of the one that's home while she's at the hospital. So, yeah, once they're both home, it'll be a little easier. But And you still got to take Max to school. And <laughs> What does yeah. Marlo do all day? Uh, grumps. <laughs> she grumps around. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she doesn't know. She doesn't know which way's up because she, you know, she misses Max because he's at school. Uh-huh. And now, you know, the for a while, for the two weeks, it was, you know, when are the babies coming home? And now one of them's home, so she still wants the other one home. You know, that sort of thing. Does she have so. her TV programs that she watches? Uh, yeah, she watches uh, Daniel Tiger. Not familiar with that one. It's like. It remind it's reminiscent of Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. Really? Yeah. God. But it's animated. Okay. Um, she likes like a lot of the stuff Max likes: Paw Patrol, Blaze and the Monster Machines, Peppa Pig. She likes Peppa Pig. Yep. So. Max taught her well. Yes, he did. Well, and mommy and daddy kind of steer. Yeah. Steer them to things that you know that are not annoying or that they can learn something from. How old does Max have to be before you start forcing him to watch Adventure Time? <laughs> uh, I don't know about Adventure Time. I've never seen it, but I'm looking forward to the point where I can show him, like, Star Wars, and Lord of the Rings, and all that stuff. Because yeah. the, the Hobbit came on TV, uh, I don't know, maybe it was the beginning of the summer or uh-huh. something, and he was watching a little bit of it, and he was really interested in what was going on. It was just the beginning where all the... The dwarves are coming to Bilbo's house, and he was re- really interested That's in it. That's a good it, sign. So I know. Did it warm your heart? Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to that that time. Yeah. Wait till uh, Uncle Will and Uncle Corey can have their influence. Yeah. <laughs> show them scary movies. <laughs> this is Jurassic Park. Oh, I want to show him Jurassic Park because I know he would love it, but. I bet there's a, a like a PG version of Jurassic Park. There might be, without the dinosaurs eating people. PG edit. Yeah, Max loves dinosaurs, right? Yeah, it's funny to see how the Lego Jurassic Park game handles all that stuff. Because, like, uh, you know the part at the beginning where the guy gets his body eaten and all the, the only thing that's left is the arm? Mm-hmm. Well, in the, in the game, they have it so that that guy is eating, like, a sausage... A, a, a brown sausage of some sort, and the the Velociraptor steals the sausage from him instead of, and it, you know, part of it drops on the ground instead of the arm. It's this sausage in the you know Lego video game fashion. Yeah. Oh, here so. you go. Uh, in the UK, Jurassic Park was given a PG rating. Oh, really? Yeah. Nice. PG thirteen in the US. Yeah. Yeah, a couple of years, and he can see Jurassic Park, I think. Sure. So. Uh, but that's all I played. So. Shall we get into feedback? Let's do it. Sure. Do we have any? Just one? One piece. Unless we got more since uh, feedback not that I, was Not that I know of. I'll check email again, but. 
All right, this is from Idaho Jake. It says, hey, guys, I have two games uh, for his hype list must be South Park and Horizon. For, oh, it must be Horizon Zero Dawn. I was thinking Forza Horizon for some reason. He says, I'm saving money and uh, saving my money could the wife – because the wife and I are taking my oldest to his first uh, BSU game in October. Nice. Boise, Boise State. Yep. Cool. Nice. Uh, Idaho Jake, question of the week. Opposite of what I asked a couple weeks ago, what old game was awesome to you, but later in years you figured out actually was not that good? Sonic is mine. Now hear me out. Sonic is nothing but a beta test for an endless runner app. Thanks, guys, and game on. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, that's a good question. I think uh, Crash Bandicoot immediately comes to mind. Yeah, okay. yeah. That's that's a good one, Corey. It's like not not a good platformer at all, really. Sure. Compared to what we have today. Um, shoot, I don't know. I can't think of any others though. Stuff that does not hold up. Um, I didn't think, uh, what was the Star Wars game I played recently? And I was like, this is not X-Wing. What's it called? Is that, is, is X-Wing a game? X-Wing yeah, versus that, TIE Fighter? That was a really old game. And everyone said it held up really well and I played it. I'm like, no, this is terrible. Okay. Recently. Yeah. What else? Goldeneye. Goldeneye does not hold up. Sure. Have you guys tried Goldeneye recently? No. No. Exactly. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I can't... That's three for me. Uh, I can't come up with anything. Will? Um, to be honest, I can't really think of anything either. Club Penguin? Uh, actually, that hold up very well when I played it recently. Nice. We, um, should, they, uh, we should start a Club Penguin podcast. I was actually just thinking about it. We should do an NHL 17 podcast. Or just an NHL, uh, EA NHL podcast. Yeah. Let's do it. Us three. I don't get to play the game. But. That's true. Yeah, you can just uh, you can just borrow my PlayStation. Yeah, Will's PlayStation is like uh, the town bicycle. Everybody yeah. gets a spin. Exactly. I did borrow it to play Bloodborne. I've let my PlayStation out a bunch, actually. Okay. Yeah, I can't come up with any games, Jake, off the top of my head. There's a handful. Oh, sure. A lot of the NES games don't hold up. I mean, the difficulty level, I think, is a big issue for a lot of them. Yeah, losing all that progress when you run out of lives or whatever. Oh, it's unbearable. That was how they they got uh, longevity out of their games. Yeah. That's a good point. I never thought of it that way. I mean, how long would it take you to beat Mario if you didn't die once, the first Mario? Oh, my God. An hour? I don't know. Not uh, probably not even. Let's see. Mario One speed run. Four minutes and fifty seven seconds. Yeah. 
I mean, speed runs are a little bit of a different beast, but sure. Yeah. Okay. Uh, anything else? No, that's it for me. All right. Uh, topic for next week. What comes out? Anything? I I, th- I think we're doing or Forza Horizon next week. Who's buying? Uh, Eric. Are you guys? Uh, that's a games for that's a game for Windows, right? That's a uh, play anywhere. Yeah, I'm buying it on PC. Oh, you are buying it, Dan. Yeah. So I'll have to link up Will with. Can we? Can I link up your guys' Xbox account? Um, probably. You can use mine at least. Yeah. Let's see if we can get that working. Sure. Probably against terms, but uh, they don't know. It's for science. It's for exactly. research. It research for purposes. Research purposes. Everything's definitely. legal if it's for research. Thought this was America. Yeah. Yeah, so that'll likely be our topic. Probably Thursday again. We'll we'll plan on for now and figure out the time when we get there. Hopefully, we get enough time in with Forza Horizon. <laughs> That's the only problem. Yep. We'll we'll do it. We'll figure it out. Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah. So that'll do it for episode two seventy of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. I'm your host Dan. I'm Will. I'm Corey. Thanks for listening and get out of my basement. Yeah!